Hey guys, 30 and Still Gaming here. I just want to let you know that if you have been enjoying these podcasts that we've been doing since May of 2015, you might like to support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain the future episodes. You can help us out as for little as 99 cents per month, $4.99 per month, or $9.99 per month. If you do the top tier one, we the creators get 13% more per dollar. Now, you do not have to donate anything at all. They're free and always will be free. Whether you watch us live on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or later over at YouTube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming or listen to us right here on your favorite audio podcast platform. But if you have enjoyed at least even one of these episodes, you might want to help us out. The link is in the description below if you would like to support us. I do appreciate everyone listening and hope you enjoy the content we have been creating over the years and look forward to doing many more. Enjoy the show. And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Oh man, Thanksgiving's around the corner. It's, it's coming close. It's real close. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. If you're joining us live right now on Mixer.com, you will not be able to see us. Our internet is crapola on mixer since monday but because this is a podcast it's an audio version you can listen to us as a radio version uh this week at mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming if you would like to see the actual video it is being recorded locally and i will upload that to youtube uh and then you can also listen to anchor.fm after the fact if you want to hear this show yet again if you're listening to a mixer, if you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you if you hit the button down below to rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And also, if you're listening to on Anchor.fm and you would like to be a part of the show, make sure you hit the message button. If you follow us on Anchor, you can actually chime in with messages or questions and uh, we can put you on the show. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Xbox event. That just happened today. We're going to talk about Google Stadia. We're going to be talking about PlayStation 5. We're going to be talking about the Sonic movie. We're going to be talking about Disney Plus. And we're going to be talking about the Star Wars, um, uh, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, we're not going to do any spoilers. If you guys want to talk about the I, – I did do a podcast. Uh, it's like a 10-minute long, my thoughts on the episode. And it does have spoilers in there. Um, but we are not going to go over spoilers. We're just going to talk about where Disney's doing with – Mandalorian and such, uh, if it was good or bad or not. All right. So first up, the Xbox event that just happened. Um, did you watch it, Sarge? I did. I watched. I watched most of it. I, I had some stuff to do for dinner, but I, the majority of it, I found interesting. I, I think that from what I'm seeing from Xbox, though, it makes me believe Jesus. that it's not about first party IP as much as it is to find a bunch of games to attach to Game Pass. Well, right, it's first party IPs but on Game Pass, right? Right. Like they didn't show any Halo Infinite. 
They didn't show anything else for like any major AAA titles. A bunch of games that they looked fun. The art was good, but more along the lines of this is for Game Pass. Right. A few of them did look like like team-based games. One kind of looked like a Fortnite, but it was more of a team team play. One was a survival game. You're miniaturized, grounded. I mean, there 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 were some interesting titles there. But once again, I'm 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 concerned about the the culmination of what titles will be ready when this new system comes out next year. Right. Well, I when they were saying all these 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 uh, these games that they announced, right, uh, and they were all like uh, first party titles. I was like, man, you know, what I just thought of. I was like, I always talk about how Game Pass is the future and the way it's doing, and we don't know how they're going about paying everybody, and that's none of my business. But the the part that I'm interested in is that they already have such a head start over PlayStation right now when it comes to the next iteration of the consoles, right? It doesn't matter how many God of Wars or Spider-Mans they come out with or Last of Us 2 comes out, right? They are going to have their first-party titles, and that's what's going to sell the PlayStation. What's going to sell the Xbox is 200-plus games when you buy that next system, and they're instantaneously on there. All you're doing is buy the system. You don't have to buy a physical game, and you can just get 200 games at your will for 10 bucks a month. Okay, but I, I get it. I get that the, you you have games on the hard drive, but like it's almost like just just a pile of crap of games. Like, well, not only are, are they on the hard what, drive. What games? What games do you think that you you're that? You, what part? What part of those 50 games? makes you feel value when half those games you don't even give a crap about. Like, it's like the junk drawer. It's like, but we're giving you a bunch of games. It doesn't matter. We're giving you a bunch look, of games. Look I'm at, like, okay, great. You're giving me a bunch of games. I might like one, maybe look two. At, look I might at, play it for three days, and then I'm done with it. Look at Netflix, right? Netflix yeah, has yeah. original yes. content, has all the comedy specials, has the documentaries, has all this stuff. How many, how many did you watch, Sarge? How many have you watched on Netflix? You might watch, you know, a comedy special. You might watch a movie. Watch the, I watched the Dave Chappelle new specials that came out. Right. That was it. So that's that's. I've what... living on. I, I'm not a. I'm. I am not a binge watching person. No, no. But that's just it. Just that's how they make their money. They want your money up front, and and then forget about that you're paying ten dollars a month. Right. That's that's right. what they want. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I get it. So yeah, you got to think about it. If I buy a PlayStation, it also shows the main part about it, though, it shows a steady income throughout the year. Yes. For shareholder. Yes. Okay. they don't have to worry. They don't have to worry about coming out with a game to actually sell something because you're just collecting money every month. Right. So their their job is to give to give consumers a perceived value of something that comes to your system while you're giving them money every year that shows them being steady. Right, right. So think about it. If I buy PlayStation next year, the new PlayStation that comes out, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, if I buy a new PlayStation, let's say it costs 400 bucks, right? I cost $400. I buy a PlayStation. The new Xbox, let's say it costs $400 as well, right? Both of them come out at $400. I buy a PlayStation. Now someone goes, well, what do you have to buy with it? Well, let's let's get Last of Us. Let's get the next the next big game to come out, right? Oh, so you get fair. There's going to be release games. Be fair. No, I understand that, but hold on a second. I have to pay four hundred dollars for the console, and then I gotta pay sixty dollars for that one game. Okay, Xbox 
They go, what do I buy for Xbox? Well, all you need is the system. What do you mean all I need is the system? Well, if you just buy the system and then you pay 10 bucks to get Game Pass a month, right now and we're running a special, three months for a dollar, okay? They're like, what, what's a, what, what do you think? Well, that sounds like a no-brainer to me, right? You get same cost as a PlayStation, 400 bucks, and you get 200-plus games at launch. Plus, you get all the brand-new first-party titles that come out. Halo's coming out next year. You get that along with Game Pass. Oh, the next Obsidian game's coming out. You get that with Game Pass. You get all these first-party titles included into Game Pass. You don't get that with PlayStation. You get PlayStation and the yeah. game that you want to buy. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. But at the same time, this is just a more modern version of the junk drawer. Absolutely. Okay, I get it. I'm not disagreeing with you there. You're going to play a game. You're going to play it for maybe one day, maybe two. You enjoy yourself. And then it's next. It's just next. And so you actually buy a real title, like a real title game, a AAA title or something that you're really interested in. And then you're playing that game. Right. No, I... I... But, but now remember, I, I had to buy that game. It didn't come with Game Pass. A lot of the games that you really want to play aren't part of Game Pass. That's that's third party though. That's third party I understand though. This. I understand there's some games on Game Pass that are cool, like Outer Worlds. I get it. There's some games like that. Yeah. But the games that you're going to want to play, you're paying for the game, and Correct. now you're paying for Game Pass as well. Correct. But to make, to make me feel better that my system's not empty, so I have a junk drawer of stuff in case I'm bored. But if you're, my, you, know, you know what my junk drawer is? My junk drawer is all the games I've already bought, and then I just kind of pick one and play for my, a little while yeah. and it's my game and I go back but, but I'm that's, not giving anyone 10 bucks a month to play it but that's that look I have no problem right now I look at it and go okay I played Gears of War I played through it right and I'm done I played the I played it for one week and I was done it's in my drunk drawer it's in the it's in the game it's in the I can go back and play it anytime I want I didn't pay for it didn't pay for it now it's there I played it and completed it it's a single player game Okay, $10 is going to another game now, right? $10 is going to a different game now because I'm not playing that game. Outer Worlds, I played about 22 hours of it, haven't yet completed it, haven't yet even started it again since it came out. I love the game. I want to go back and play it. Two weeks ago, I was like, I, I, I can't stop playing this game. And you know what's stopping me to play this game? Game Pass. Game Pass is stopping me from playing this game because I know it's there. I know it's there and I can go back to it anytime I want. And there's so many other games I want to play. So I'm like, I'm going to go play this game. Oh, update came out. I'm going to go play this game. Oh, so, so you're, you're overwhelmed. I'm over. By a bunch yes. Of trash. Yes. You're overwhelmed. By Absolutely. Trash, so you have to decide which trash to play. Absolutely. First. Yes. Yes. I think game passes is got two good things going or a good thing and a bad thing going for it. Good because you're not paying for all these games, right? Like right now, I cringed a bit because I was like, I want to play the Star Wars game. I got to pay 60 bucks, right? I got to pay 60 bucks to play this next game. It's a third-party title. It's not part of It's not part of Xbox. I have to pay the 60 bucks. Yeah. These last couple months, I've played like four new, brand new games, and I didn't, I didn't pay one cent. I already paid for the Game Pass, right? It's already paid for for the year, okay? And you can say, well, you are paying for it. Yeah. I played so many games on Game Pass, I'm down to like 10 cents a game, okay? Because that's paying for the whole year. I played so many games on Game Pass, I'm down to like 10 cents a game. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll play Gears of War, it's 10 cents, right? I'll, I'll play Outer Worlds, it's like 10 cents, right? So that's that's the, the the issue. I'm like, oh, it Game Pass is killing it for me because I'm like, I don't I don't know if I want to buy a sixty dollar game anymore, right? I don't I don't ever want to buy a sixty dollar game anymore because if Xbox is not making a first party title of it, then I probably don't want to play it. But I do want to play the Star Wars game, right? I do want to play the Star Wars game, which I am going to play. But 
it's 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 this it's this yank and pull of myself. I'm like, ah, sixty dollars. I was like, I just played Gears and Gears cost me nothing. I just played Outer Worlds and that game cost me nothing. And people paid sixty full freaking sixty dollars for these t- two titles, right? In the last yeah. two months. But I but I I support games like that because I want them to do better. When it when a triple A title like like Outer Worlds goes on Game Pass, I find it hard to believe what the what what their split is if people are buying it on Game Pass and not actually buying the game. Like I, I wonder what that kind of split is. Well, I have a question. Like, do they get do they get their money up front? I mean and then they don't worry about it. Is that what it is? You get a small cut every every month for eighteen months or something. Like we'll give you a cut of the monthly no, thing for the I next think, six months. No, it sounds it just sounds weird. I I used to think they get a percentage. I, I'm changing the way I think about this. I think they go to Gears, the developers of Gears, and they go, "How many copies do you think you're going to sell? Well, we sold this many for Gears two and three and four and five, whatever." So they're like, all right. So you, you're gonna, you think you're gonna sell five million copies? Yeah. All right. We'll give you upfront money right now, of, of three million or four million copies, right? And they're like, all right, sold, right? Done, done. They got their money upfront. And the reason I think of this, right? Look at all these streamers leaving and going to a different platform, right? They could grind their day every day and go, yeah, I get my tips and I get my subs and whatever else. Or Microsoft said, hey, what did you make last year? Oh, I made this much money last year. All right, we'll give you that money right now up front. Okay, but then you this is this is this is how much you make, right? And it's consistent and they know what they're making. They're like, sold, I'll do it. Right? And that's right. what they do. I think they approached the developers and said, So, are you in the hole? Yeah, we're we we've been struggling, right? Because we've been developing this game for three years. This is how much money we put into it. This is how much money we expect we're gonna get out of it. They're like, Great, we'll sell it. We'll we'll give you that much money. For 5 million copies, 7 million copies, and then anything over that, Xbox is, is taking it all, right? They get their money up front, and then Xbox gets the remainder of the stuff uh, uh, on top of it. I think that's the way they're doing it. I don't know, man. I, I, maybe maybe I've reached the point now where if I'm going to have another game system, I'm going to go PlayStation. I'll go back to PlayStation, I think, because I don't play a lot of games. I play certain games, and I'll play them until they're done, right? That's what I do. If you wait- So for me... Paying extra money for Game Pass just to have this overwhelming number of just what I call the junk drawer, just to keep you busy while you're waiting for the next AAA title to come out, doesn't interest me. Right. What interests me is a good, captivating AAA title that's either something I like in a genre that I like or is something new with a new IP that makes you want to be like, hey, I want to support this. I'll buy this game. Right, Right, right. To me, the Xbox Game Pass is not a value point for me. Like I get it, oh, everyone looking is looking for value. I get it, but for me, paying someone ten bucks a month for the for the privilege of playing the junk drawer, I don't care. See, I and I one hundred percent agree with you. In my position as a streamer, looking at a game that comes out and saying I have to pay sixty dollars for that next game. Oh, next game's coming out. Got to pay sixty dollars. Game Pass to me, when they just announced that I could play basically all the Final Fantasy games and all the other stuff that they're coming out with and rumors that Witcher 3 is going to come out. I I own Witcher 3. But just the value of all these games. Yes, they're older games, right? Rage 2 is coming out. Didn't Rage 2 just come out this year, right? Didn't it just come out this year? I feel Game Pass, for me personally, as a streamer, is 
rock solid. It's a it's a dumb decision not to to get it. To get not to have Xbox to have Xbox and not to get Game Pass is just a dumb move. Okay, but that's but that's what they're trying to. That's and, what they're trying to. They sold the me. Is. Oh, of course, because sold sold because what's going to happen is Game Pass is going to be the driving force of Xbox. So much so when a game comes out like an EA, like a next Fallout, Starfield, whatever, and I know it's Bethesda, but any game that comes out in the future, Xbox is like, well. How would you think about uh, putting it up on, on Game Pass? They're like, well, I, we're not going to make any sales if we go on Game Pass. Well, we'll give you uh, we'll give you this much money up front. Bethesda will be like, yeah, all right, sure. Let's put Starfield up there and we'll do microtransactions later, right? They'll jump on that thing so but, fast. But see, now that, that part I agree with because if if an EA or these other people with like microtransactions in the game – the, the sales money doesn't come from them from the initial sales. The sales comes from the milking of the people yes. for the entire years to yes. come. So to put it on Game Pass to them, they get a little bit of money up front. They don't care because they know the, whole, the microtransactions is going to pay for the rest of it. Yep. Yeah. That, that I they, get. they get their money that up I front. Get, they get their money up front. And, and actual, then the microtransaction does the kick in back end, right? That's right. But, but the actual AAA title that you have to buy... And then I'm also on top of that AAA title. I'm paying 10 bucks a month for Game Pass for the privilege of playing a pile of games. I I don't see value. I get it. I get what they're doing, right? Now, my question is, what is PlayStation going to do well, to combat that? Well, hold on. We're, we're, we'll get there. We're, we're, st we're still going to be on Xbox here. So they, they showed this They showed this game off um, called, uh, what was this one called? Ever, Ender Wild, Outer, Outer, Outer Wilds. What was this called? Oh, God. This game looked gorgeous. I, I don't want to put the sound on. We're, we're, we'll kick it over to this one. If you guys know what this what the name of this one is. Okay. I don't know if it's choppy for you guys or, or what. This this so many, this so is from Rare. Miles. This is from Rare. And I thought this game looked phenomenal. It, it reminds me of of a um, a Dauntless. Right? It reminds me of like a Sea of Thieves type of sh like graphics. Like the, the cartoony wild graphics. I thought this was fantastic. I really thought... I was like, oh, what is this? Right? And then I was worried when they said Rare was doing this, and this is the new game coming out, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Does this mean they're not supporting Sea of Thieves anymore? And no, they made sure they came out and said, this is Rare is a big studio, and they have a, they have multiple teams working on other games. There's another three games they're working on. Okay? Everwilds. Thank you, Duplis. Right? They have another three games, plus this game, See at these in three more games they said they're going to announce over the next year. Okay. This game looks good. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you do. I know it's four players. Okay. Because they show the co-op of the other, other characters. Right. So I don't know what it is. But I'm intrigued by it. Right. I'm intrigued by it. So. It looks like a, it looks like a Disney movie. Right. Yeah. So Everwilds. Right. And he says. He says. Yeah. We're working on. We're working on multiple titles. We're working on multiple things. Um. Another thing they showed, this game right here, uh, what, this one was called uh, uh, Wild of the Dead or something like that. Here, I'll bring this one up. The art style of this one is like comic book, right? I thought this was... West, I thought this west, was, You're talking about West of Dead? West of Dead, west that's of, what it is. West of Dead, yeah, yeah. This game looks interesting as well, right? And I know what you're saying. You're like, well, Game Pass doesn't intrigue me, but this is a game that you would never buy. You would never buy this game. 
right? There's a reason I wouldn't buy it. Right, you wouldn't There's buy it though. There's a reason I wouldn't buy it. It's not, it's not in my wheelhouse. I, I don't buy games I don't like that, or I'm not interested but in. I get that it. is what that's what Game Pass does. This you're like I would never play this game, but since it's on Game Pass, but but because I'm paying ten bucks a month, I I'm gonna try it something. out. I'm gonna try it out. It opens up the world to other developers to get other people to come in and play their games, because for a, a small independent company to try to market this game. To get out to the to the public to to is is impossible. It's huge, but Microsoft picks them up and boom, there you go. I think it looks good. It it, it looks like um, what the hell? What the hell is that uh, comic? Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider. Thank you. All right, and then you have it's got it, this. This animation's got a little bit of heavy metal in it. For those of you who are not old enough to know what heavy metal is, you can look it up. It's an old anime series, an old animated movie from back in the day. Uh, it's got a little bit of that in there. Uh, a little bit of comic book. Cell shading I get, but I, I I like the art style. Guys, if you're watching the podcast live on Mixer.com, the reason we have our, our cartoon characters up is because we do get drop frames. We're, right now we're losing 13.5% drop frames. I've lost 5,000, almost 6,000 drop frames since the podcast started. Um, so we're just keeping us, our cameras off the screen. If you want to watch this after the fact, you can see it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, so the video, it looks like it's okay, but I don't want to, uh, I don't want to jinx it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, the next game that they, they showed is this one right here, that little kart racing game. I never played the first one. This it's free. It's free for everybody, right? Microtransactions galore, people, right? Which I have no problem with. If it's a free game, go ahead and charge your microtransactions, okay? But if you pay money for a game, uh, there should be no there should be no microtransactions. Maximum transactions. So there's that one as well. Um, another one of the other games they talked about. Uh, let me bring this up. I'm looking. I. This game to me, I don't think it's going to be very successful. I get it. Which one? This is uh, this is that one. Uh, God, what the hell is it? Bleeding Edge. You mean Mario Kart? No, 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 no. Bleeding Edge. The, the, this fighting one that's Bleeding like Overwatch. Edge. Yeah. No, you're watching the stream. If you're watching the stream, sorry. Yeah, the Mario Kart one's on there now. Um, Bleeding Edge. I don't. I don't think this is. I know there's going to be that. That this is not my wheelhouse, right? I don't really like these games. I'd rather play Overwatch. Than play this this is a you know co-op uh battle battle mode uh overwatch team team style fighting that's game what it looks like yeah that's, that's what, what it, it is like. i mean you got to look at it right again why would xbox go hey xbox wants to buy a company they're like what are you working on well we're working on this game like overwatch yeah you know what let's pick up that company because if we can put an overwatch type game on our system and it's part of the game pass then people won't go out and get Overwatch, right? It's one-stop shop. Come and play all the type of games that you like on the Game Pass. Very lots of adventure games, a lot of RTS games, a lot of shooting games. You know what I mean? They're 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 trying to hit all all the different aspects of the, what they can for everybody. You know, I'm actually excited for this one, Sarge. This one is a Planet Coaster coming out for Xbox. Okay, but it doesn't come out till next year, next summer. Okay, Planet Coaster is coming out for the Xbox. That's up your alley. Coming to Xbox. Game Pass, right there. There it is, Sarge. That's a game right up your alley, right there. What? what what's up my alley? What? Planet what Coaster. Game? Planet Coaster. 
I, but once again, I don't have the time anymore. Planet Coaster is a game. Listen, for Planet Coaster to to really shine, you got to spend some time in Planet Coaster. You can make the parks exactly as detailed as you want, but that's all time. Like, I, I enjoy it, but I don't have the time. It's right up your alley. Look at it. It's calling to you. Planet Coaster. I mean, listen, listen. I've I, I've wanted a uh, a theme park sequel to the roller coaster and theme park for a long, long time. And this shit is incredible. This is like the real deal rides, the real deal uh, settings, the the trees, all the, all the, all the different types of of uh, detail for the park you can make. Like, I'm interested, but it's like I I would love to be creative enough to actually make that. But the time needed to make that, I don't have. Well, here's I, the thing. I love all this shit. I, I get excited just looking at it. The go-karts, the bumper cars, I can make whatever I want. Like, it excites me. But at the same time, I know what it takes to actually make that. And I'm like, I don't got it. I I love I, – I have Planet Coaster for my PC. But just like you just said, I don't have the time. The yeah, I don't have the look time. Look all the rides. It's got – look, this, this game has got every effing ride in existence right remember back <laughs> in the day we were, we were playing we, we would play like roller coaster tycoon like and we used to love that game i played the crap out of that game like man i really wish they would have these other kind of rides or you could do this with and now some crazy person over the last 10 years says we're making every ride every ride there ever was in the right. history of amusement parks we're gonna put it in did you see the one little guy the one ride where you're in a car and then it's a shooting range the doors open up and your guys are shooting at the, that's seriously that's a fucking ride that's, in this game that's a that's a like, ride yeah they put everything everything in existence so then you say to yourself well why don't i just make the actual park in real life and lo and behold yep, if you there. go to their if you go to their mod site oh. some crazy man has built great adventure fucking Here's new jersey frame by frame and he built the entire park like that's what i'm talking here, about here, that's nuts here's my thoughts again for game pass do you, do you not do you not want to make disney world and planet of, coaster of course like, you do actually it, make disney it, world it, it takes a long time to do that of course it does okay i i have it for pc i don't play it right i, I enjoyed it very much when i played it but like you said i don't have time i don't have time I, to play it I, so I, that's another reason to get game pass the reason why i'm okay with ten dollars yeah game right? pass <laughs> because if you don't play it it just moves right to the wayside into your junk drawer. That's what it is. Wouldn't that be funny if they called Game Pass the junk drawer? <laughs> it's just it's it's just called the junk drawer, Xbox junk drawer. Like I, as a, as a psychological experiment for myself, when I start having the itch to play a certain game, I write it on the calendar, right? And I've been keeping all my calendars like the last four or five years, and I'll just go through the year. And I'll, it'll say in what months I was playing what games, and what I was interested in. Right. Like, and I and I bounce from World War Two, and then I bounce to first person shooter, then I go post apocalyptic RPG, and 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 the same itch will come up again. Like right now, I'm getting the itch again to play Fallout Four, just to fucking explore and do some shit. What? Because you... I'm so angry at seventy six. I want to remember it as something better. Right. right. That's that's how I that's how I look at my calendar. And so, like, I love I love the airport simulator. Oh, but you can't find yeah. a really good airport simulator. But now they're coming out with another airport simulator game. I, I saw that one coming out next year. No, so no, it's no. Like, that's not an airport simulator. That's flight simulator. Oh, that's a flight simulator. It's a flight oh, no, no, simulator. Not, right. No, not that one. That was yes. That's something different. Yeah, that looked that looked crazy. That's insane. That's like that's like the real earth. No, when you're flying. around. OK, so let's just change it. Right. I'm, I'm, I'll show that right now. Right, I'll show it right now to you. It's on. It's on screen. Okay, this is, this is what 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 the hell happened here? 
what 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 happened? I was just showing the and it left. I don't know what happened. Is that is that the, is not that, that the uh, the plane game? I thought that was the plane game. That's an actual Earl Airport. <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. I couldn't tell the difference between an actual game and an actual airport. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, how you, that's how you know it's good. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the actual gameplay here. That's uh that's wasteland. Where the hell is it? There it is. There it is. Okay. So this game is insane. What they have two I think it's two, two petabytes. Petabytes. Okay. If you don't know what a petabyte is, that's right. Holy that's God. how that's how fucking big it is, okay, of data that you're gonna be streaming from their servers to your thing. This has taken Bing Maps and done a almost one-to-one -one scale of planet Earth, okay? One-to-one -one scale, meaning you could literally fly over everywhere and everything. The trees and stuff will be procedurally generated, but the actual buildings up to a foot are going to be exactly where they're supposed to be. Meaning if you have a house and you want to fly over your house or you want to go visit somebody in their house, in their house, like over their house and fly over their thing, their house will be there. Their car might not be there. It might be just a made up car, but the house will actually be there. And you can physically see your house, the detail of the house. First of all, first of all, that's scary as fuck. That's number one. Yes. And number two, I see a lot of divorces happening. <laughs> I see a lot of divorces happening because of this type of game. It looks insane and the best part is you're going to be able to obviously it won't have the graphics like this right and and the, but you can play this on xbox no no you cannot play this yes. on xbox I'm yes you can I'm sorry I'm yes you sorry. can and the reason you people, can play it on xbox who, no, no no listen people who play flight simulators no listen want the best i got you visual experience i got of you all time well you can play and it. this is definitely going to sell machines this game will start selling machines again well this you can play on xbox and it's the funny part is because the data that's going to be being the driving force of that game is literally going to be streaming to your Xbox. So as long as your internet's good, you'll be able to play that game, right? Heading off to a wedding. I should be home in time for the raid. <laughs> what, what type of wedding are you going to? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand first. How can you be going to a wedding right now and you're going to be ready for hey! a raid and... Let's, let's hurry this up. I got a raid to go to. What is he talking about? That doesn't make any sense. That entire that entire sentence doesn't make any sense. I'm off to a wedding. <laughs> Should be back in time for the raid. I'll, I'll be back in, in an hour and a half. I'll be back in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what? So... That's all the stuff, and then Wastelands is coming out, right? That's a game that you'd be interested in, Wastelands, right? What, uh, I, I, I must have stepped out of the room when that one came on. Can yeah. you put that one up? Yeah, that's, Wastelands? Wastelands is the is the last thing they showed. Um, I'm not gonna put any audio to it, but I'll, I'll play it for you. This is Wastelands, Wastelands Four. Wastelands Four, right? Isn't that what it is? I thought it was Wastelands Four. Yeah, it's four well, or three. No. Well, Wasteland 2 just came out a little while ago. Well, then this is three. So is this, this three? Is be three? Yeah. That I'd probably be interested in. Yeah. But I don't I don't like the way the art style changed. I've seen I've seen some scenes of this already. <clears throat> I don't like it's it's more it's more 15 minutes up the road. Okay, that makes more sense first cuz otherwise 
That's that statement doesn't hey, make hey, any sense. Congratulations. Here's the con- congratulations. Here's my cousin again. Yeah. <laughs> here's a here's a toaster oven. I didn't wrap it. I got a raid to go to. I'll see you guys later. Like okay, so when I look at this, even though it's supposed to look like a post apocalyptic thing, it looks more like an adventure game. It's not so post apocalyptic. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the the visuals changed a bunch. But it's it's a it's a it's a what do you call it? Um, a progress of the actual game. Yeah, it looks good. I always like these type of games, but this is this is this is you. This is one hundred percent you. I get I, I try these games out and then I get I lose interest real fast with these type of games. Well this is like XCOM. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. This is like XCOM. I want to go play XCOM. I like it up to a certain point, and then when it gets too hard, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, but you have to yeah, well that's that that's the thing. See, I like I like if hmm, how do I say this? I like the post apocalyptic thing. Doesn't have to be more XCOM uh, battle type. It's oh, it's co-op. Remember, it's story-driven co-op. Right. If anyone remembers the um, the Baldur's Gate, uh, Neverwinter Nights, where it's an adventure game and you can stop time and put your guys where you want to put them, but it's real-time combat. Right. This, okay. I, I'm pretty sure you can choose. You can choose one or the other, but this is turn-based. Right. It's turn-based. It's co-op too. What, what do you mean by co-op? Like it, you can have your friends come in it's, and play the adventure with you? co-op story mode. Oh, that's that, that's a bonus. That's kind of cool. And it comes out May 19th. Pre-order now. You know, if, you have, if you've got an old nerd friend that can't go out anymore, this is this is the way to make friends with them again. Here's, this kind of stuff. Here's a game I'm interested in. The, Scorp- the, Scorp- the Scorpatron was the, worst, was the worst enemy in the Wasteland series ever. I remember, I remember wiping on that thing so many times in the original game. Yeah. So here's the next one. This is a game I'm interested in. I've said I was interested in it when they when they first announced yeah, it. This is this is uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Okay, Minecraft Dungeons is the it's the Diablo of Minecraft now. It's a Diablo style game for Minecraft. Uh, you level up, you go through dungeons, you kill things. It's a four player, or three player, or four player co op. I think it's three player. Um, really interested in this my son saw it today when we were watching it he goes what's that i'm like that's minecraft he's like he's like oh he's like can you build in this i was like no this is just a fighting of the mobs he goes oh that's fun and he saw all the things falling he's like i want to play that with you i'm like sounds like a plan right so i got a date with him next year when when this comes out in april okay because this will be his first game other than like an actual game right this is a dungeon crawler (laughs) And he's gonna be playing this with me because it's Minecraft, and I'm I am ecstatic about it, because I get to like save him and teach him things in it. Ah, oh, I'm looking forward to it. This is this was totally worth the 30 seconds of having a kid, waiting waiting until he gets six years, five years old, six years old, and then actually being able to play games with him and, and have something in common with him. Totally worth the 30 seconds of pleasure. I'm telling you, it was amazing. It's amazing. Now this is that this is uh. They show gameplay. This is this is actual gameplay. Look at all. Look. Hey, Destiny. Look how much loot's popping out of that chest there. You see how that works? See how that works? Maybe you should uh, maybe you should take some notes on that. All right. They, they put three players. The three players is in there. You get to revive people. That was fun. It looks fun. It just looks is like. It, is, it, is it four player? I don't know if it's four. I think it would have to be. It would have to be. Why would you make a three player co-op? 
Oh wait, oh, wait. that would be. Is it, is it is it multiplayer like in the same house? Yes, or, yes, or they're can playing. You play, can you play online as well? No, no, it looks like in the house because they're playing on stage right now with one Xbox and they're and they're and they're all playing with each other. The controllers are like plugged in. Okay. Is there four spots? I don't even know how you fucking do that. Well, it looks like it's just a two-player game. That's what it looks like. Well, no, because they, they add a third person right here. See? On stage, you'll see it. I know you're watching the stream to see what's going on. Uh, and because there's no FTL right now, that's why you're, it's delayed for oh, Sarge. Oh, I see. That one in each corner. I see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So it's one in each corner. One in each corner. So I think it looks cool. I think it looks interesting. I think it looks fun. I don't think it well, looks. It, it, that's a natural progression of kids been playing Minecraft for the last five they, years, right? Yes. That's a natural. That's a natural progression. Five, of... ten years. Yeah, ten years. Well, no, I'm just saying that if you were if you were playing Minecraft when you were yeah, five but or that's six what years that's old, yeah, yeah yeah. Now you're 11 or 12. Now it's an adventure game for you. I get it. Right. So so here's the best part, right? Like my son started playing Minecraft. That's his favorite game. That and this minion game that he plays on his iPad. Uh, but he plays Minecraft, and now. He gets to play Minecraft. That's an open-world sandbox game. But now he gets to play Minecraft and is a dungeon crawler. And then if they do a Minecraft as a first-person shooter, you know what I mean? Like, down the road, it, like, you progress with the kids. Like, you just bring them along, teach them about other, other type of games, you know? It, it looks like it looks like Diablo, but Minecraft. Yeah. So, looks cool. Looks cool. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Uh, so, I think that's all the ones that we need to talk about for that. Now... I want to go talk about PlayStation. You brought up PlayStation. Let me bring up the story for PlayStation here. Now, PlayStation's got a couple things. This, this is this is something that we discussed a while ago. This is something, and yeah. I think, I think this might be something that we talked about already. Okay, so man, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of ads for for Twitch right now. On no, I don't I don't I don't need that. Thank you. Can can we please like close that down? No. All right. Cool. So. Unexpected PlayStation 5 feature possibly leaked a new PlayStation patent. Okay, so the PlayStation 5 uses cartridges. That or Sony no, was... No, 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 hold no, on, no, I'm no. reading... Hold on a second, I'm Alleged. reading... I'm reading the article. Can I read the article? Alleged. PlayStation Alleged. 5 may use cartridges. That or Sony is working on a new separate PlayStation system that utilizes cartridges. A new patent fill filed by Sony Interactive Entertainment has surfaced online for the gaming cartridge. The patent has filed earlier this year, okay, and the uh, it was in Brazil. It's spotted by a Dutch website called Let's Go Digital, the same website who notably discovered the PlayStation 5 dev kit, which turned out to be real. The design for the cartridge was was realized by, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name, Yuji Morasawa, uh, the senior art director of corporate design of Sony Interactive Entertainment. And as you can see, it's basic a cartridge design. That said, it's unclear, and that it could be a Sony has already squashed the idea of a PlayStation Vita sen uh, successor. So, these cartridges, and I'll, I'll bring it up here. Bro, I know exactly what this is going to be. Okay, now... Can I, I, can, I, can I put my two cents in? Well, don't don't steal my answer, because I said it. I didn't steal your answer. We already know what it is. We talked about the same thing. I we, talked about a, we, talked about, we talked about a modular design console. Yeah, but I think right. what this is, I think this is SSD cartridge, and this is how big the games are going to be, and right. you're going to buy, now instead of buying, it's not a cartridge, that's an SSD. You're buying, you're buying an SSD. You're buying an SSD for each game. That's how big the game is. Because the games will be gigantic because of graphics, well, well, because well, of size, well, because of whatever. Right. 
Well, wait. Well, if I buy, let's say I buy a game. Uh, let's say I buy the game. It's an SS. It's it's on an SSD drive. The 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 SSD is the game, right? Yes. Once I put once I put it into my system, like it's its own hard drive. So anytime there's updates for the game or whatever else, it goes on to that cartridge. It doesn't take up space on my machine. Correct. So right, it's gonna be kind of weird. That's insane. It's gonna be kind of insane. If, if that's if that's the case, I just want to know. I'm Notre Dameus. And I said this like six episodes ago. I said they're going to make games and they're just going to put them on SSD drives because people are complaining that the games are too big, right? Your hard right. drives are too big. Your things are too big. So if they support, especially if it's a live service game, if it's a live service game, right. it can, and this is just me speculating, right? This is just me speculating. We have no idea what this is. They think it's a game cartridge. Some people are saying it's a modular, it's a modular hard drive that you can maybe put in uh, to the actual system. And what I think this so is cost, so it keeps the cost of the, it keeps of the, the cost system of, the console, of the console down, right? It comes maybe with a fifty hard fifty gigabyte hard drive, maybe a, maybe a terabyte, whatever, right? But if every game that comes out is a standalone SSD, and every every download or whatever, every time you plug it in, it automatically updates, and they can put whatever they want on it. DLCs, patches, everything. Right. The, the game is self-contained on that cartridge because it's an SSD. That sounds fucking incredible. Now, if that's it. I don't know if I want to sit there because I don't remember the last time I put a disc in my hard drive or in into my Xbox. Right? I literally hit the button, scroll over, click a thing, and that's it. I, I start playing games. I know this sounds ridiculous. Right? I know this sounds ridiculous. But... Like, I don't know if I want to take a cartridge like the Atari system and, like, shove it into the top of a, a fucking system because it's an SSD. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then take it out and then take the next one. I feel like we're going backwards a little bit if it is this SSD drive type of system because... Yeah, but if the game, if the game is too big, though, if the, if the graphics are getting to the point where the game has to be... Is, and it takes up that much space does on that, your hard drive. Does that mean they, that they... That cartridge inside the cartridge has its own fan and processor and 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 stuff already in designed inside of it. Well, it's a solid state drive. You don't need all that. You don't need a fan. No, but what I'm saying is, not not a fan like like it's the CPU like like the the console is the hub to connect the thing, but the thing that you're shoving into it is actually the power. Like it's your motherboard. No, 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 it's no. your it's storage. your it's, it's complete storage. You, okay. It's, instead of instead of it being a disc. It's an SSD. The game is on an SSD. That's that's insane. If I, that's the way. I, otherwise, I don't see well. Okay, so let's do, let's do the other side. So it's not a game. Okay, it's just modular. What what the hell are the cartridges for? It's, so it's either going to be a memory slot, it's, or what? No, it's the same thing. The only it, thing I can it, think it, of it's it's just a hard, bigger storage drive. Right. Right. Maybe maybe your hard drive's only one terabyte, or maybe it's only five hundred. Right. That's what I'm saying. Five hundred gigs. Right. Which right. which fills up which fills up pretty fucking fast with these games nowadays. That's right. Right. But if you buy the modular SSDs I can attach to my my PlayStation, then I can store whatever. But on top of that, if the game itself is on an SSD, then I don't need to upgrade an SSD drive to my PlayStation. The games are self-contained. Right. But to, to but to file a patent for a cartridge, it's got to be something substantial. I'm I'm telling you right now, I don't see them filing a patent for an SSD upgradable cartridge to stick in your in your thing i think this is exactly what i said this is going to be a ss drive cartridge separate hard drive ssd with the game already on it you're going to be buying you still have, 
you would still have your digital games, Duplus. The, the system comes with a certain amount of hard drive space for you to download the games that you can download on, on, the, on the PSN store or whatever. Correct. But as far as a Silicon Lake AAA title, we're talking about how the cartridge is the game, but it's an SSD drive. Right, you're, right. You're, the the proprietary surf the software is it's an SSD game, and so that way when you load the game up and you attach it to your system, that if there's any updates, because it's a live service game, whatever, all the updates go directly to the SSD game itself. You're not wasting more space on your hard drive with the with the updates. It just all keeps going to the actual right SSD. It doesn't even have to be. It doesn't even have to be a terabyte. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it could be a standalone. SSD drive of 200 gigs, of 500 gigs, whatever it is, right? The price of, of those SSDs are going to come down super, super, you know, low, okay? Like, you well, can— maybe, maybe a game costs—maybe a game costs $65 now. Maybe maybe those games cost $70. Triple-A title, $70 because it's an SSD drive. Look, this is just my, my theory. I just don't see them making a game cartridge patent. To make, it sounds like you're going backwards. Going backwards, going but backwards. going forward, but going backwards, right? Right. They're going forward with the digital stuff, and the games are getting too outrageously big to to put on a put on a disc, right? Because right now, I'm I'm telling you right now, I said it before, it'll never all go all digital. Movies will never go all digital. Music will never all go all digital. There's always going to be the vinyls. There's always going to be the CDs. There's always going to be something to keep us grounded in this world. Yes, there's going to be less of them, but they will never get rid of it completely. Okay. I think that this is a way where it's digital, right? Yes, it's physical. It's a physical SSD, but the game is digitally on the hard drive. Okay. Right. They're not printing anything on there. They're just inserting it into a, a drive. They're gonna make their money off of that drive uh, easily. Okay. And then it pays for itself once they do updates. Like, imagine if if Destiny came on a cartridge like this for the PlayStation. Right. It'll work on the NES. Yeah. Imagine that this was Destiny and. Bungie said, this is the one game you have to buy, and then all updates and everything will fit on there. There's no problem. We can make the game as big as we want, okay? You just keep buying the games, and it just keeps uploading onto that one SS drive. So Destiny 1, Destiny 2, Destiny 3, all on one. You pay for the game. It'll download to your De Destiny cartridge, okay? And all that shit will be on there for you, right? That's that's what I think is going to happen. I think that's what's going to happen. We it need to see one of those. How you want to patent it for what? Why else would you get a patent for a cartridge? Right. It just seems very strange to me that they would patent a cartridge to add storage <clears throat> to your console modularly. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all in on the modular system. I said it years ago because I had someone come into my stream like year one when I first started streaming on on Twitch. Okay, someone came in and we were talking about the Xbox One because the Xbox One wasn't out yet. Okay, and someone said my cousin works for Xbox and they said the next Xbox is going to be a like a computer where you can buy buy your own pieces and put it together. Xbox One came out, wasn't it? Xbox One X came out, wasn't it? This could be that type of system where you buy. But again, majority of the players, more majority of the people on planet Earth are uh, are dum dums. 
right? And and dumb dumbs don't want to be able to take their cartridge and go, where do I put this? Right? It's just one more thing to break on the system. This is a is a cartridge. This is definitely a cartridge of a game. And it's not just a regular standard cartridge like the NES with those small little little you know memory stick in there. This is an SSD drive cartridge. I'm telling you, this is what it is. Okay, I'm telling you that's what it is. That's I mean, my- the, the, it, 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 the math works out. The games are getting too big. It takes up too much space in your hard drive. They want you to have live service games constantly on your system. So how do you do this? So you're attaching the cartridge to your system, and, and, and it creates the hard drive for that game. All updates, everything else. Everything. It, it makes it makes sense. Everything. It's It seems weird, though. It makes sense. Remember when we used to have to put insert disc one, insert disc two? Insert disc three. Yeah, Final but, Fantasy but had like one, seven discs. Like Final Final Fantasy did that. Yeah. Final Fantasy seven had like yeah, it was ridiculous. You're like, all right, and it was always it was always gratifying. Like you, once you got past the first disc, you're like, yeah, moving on. Disc two, <laughs> right? It's like the install disc, and then you had other stuff. I don't know. <clears throat> NVMe SSD is the size of a mini ruler, and a regular SSD is made of the size of a wallet. Yeah, but no, but this, look, the original Nintendo games weren't the size of the actual cartridge it was literally just a thin piece of of, right. of they, they, they made the cartridge that big to make it to pri- for pri- pri- proprietary software so only right inside their game, right inside their box. right the, the size has nothing to do with it it could be we don't know what that size of that cartridge is right we have no idea it's just it's right. just it a could, cartridge it, it could be this right it could be a, it could be a little right. ssd it drive right it could be a little ssd card who knows who knows what it is <clears throat> men's wallets i couldn't survive a week without my wallet you have a wallet tally do you have like a george costanza wallet is it like a no, big fat tally th- has tally has a purse. <laughs> it's a man it's a man purse so i think the playstation i i think that's I think they stole my idea. I should have patented it. I should patent a lot of shit from this show. I need some money. I need some donations, people, so I can go patent shit. <laughs> it's getting it's getting ridiculous. It, it, listen, it just sounds it just sounds weird that you're you're doing a, you're doing a cartridge patent. It's fucking 2020 coming up. What the hell are you doing with a cartridge? Okay, here's another thing. It says my uh, this might be Sony's secret PS5 invention to keep the price down. Okay, sporting much faster processor and graphics card than the uh, predecessor, as well as a much faster SSD drive, the PlayStation 5 should be significantly more expensive than the PS4, okay, at least in theory. But Sony has already teased that PS5 might be cheaper than expected, with the PS5's price being a key factor for upgrades. And as we learned recently, Sony wants as many as PS4 owners to upgrade the next-gen console as fast as possible. Sony-related discovery the other day suggested that the Sony might be working on a brand-new console in addition to the PS5 that's due out next winter. Mysterious device that Sony hasn't addressed so far. That was speculation, of course, and given that Sony revealed plenty of details on the PS5 so far, it's never discussed a more portable console. It turns out that it must. It turns out there might be a much better explanation for Sony's latest invention and related to the PS5, specifically the Sony cartridges. Okay, we were looking at the other day and we clever solution to keeping the console price down. Now, here's a better picture of of the, of the of the cartridges. Okay. Now, I don't know if these are real, these are fake, these are whatever. Okay, it says one terabyte. PlayStation 5, one terabyte SSD. Now, I can't read. I'm trying to read. It just says solid state drive there. PlayStation 5. There's a three terabyte, a two terabyte, and a one terabyte. 
Now, it could be insertion for upgrading your memory, right? I I get that. That might be what it is. But I also think it's our idea with the with the Okay, with listen. The, with the if games. It, what, if it's an upgrade for your actual system, why does it have to be a cartridge? Why wouldn't it just be it's, like it's got to be a cartridge? Just be like this, this, no. this, this SSD I have right here. No. The, 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 this hard drive it's, I have right it's here. It's got to be a cartridge. Yeah, no, no. But it has to be. I I talked about this. God, I forget how long ago. I talked about Xbox. If you could, if you could just slide out the graphics card, right? But it has to be a self-contained. It can't be like a graphics card in a PC, right? Because dum dums out there would like stick their finger in the fan and do stuff like they wouldn't know what to do. All the all the components have to be inside that cartridge. And if that cartridge just slides in, and you can see it has a little lock system, right? You can see on the on the side of the cartridge, it's got that little lock mechanism system when it it clicks in. Okay. If you notice, they don't ever show us the other side of this besides that drawing. The actual cartridges don't show you what the other side is. Seeing the other side and seeing what the components are would would, would tell us a lot, right? So it could be. It could be what they're saying. It could be the SSD drives. Like it only comes with 500 gigs. And if you want to upgrade, cool. But Xbox is doing that now anyway with their own SSD drives, right? Like I have an SSD. Right. I have but a drive. They want you, but they don't want you to go out and be able to buy a PC type hard drive right they want the proprietary they want you to buy proprietary software right. from them only right I, I get it i get it but i also think so, you know what that means though right you know what that means that means that the playstation 5 and possibly the xbox won't have usbs right right they won't have any usb ports at all that's what that means well because otherwise you'd be able to plug in a hard drive right well no they can they can you can have a usb but it, it might not be compatible with the hard drive is what i'm what I'm thinking. You could still have a USB for like charging and stuff like that, but I don't think it would have anything in there where it would it would read the actual hard drive. If they're trying, if they're trying to to box you in where you have to buy their equipment only for an upgrade, like like you said, I like you so you you told me about that hard drive that was on sale. And I attached it to my Xbox, mm -hmm. right? It's like two terabytes, whatever it is. Yep. I have no problems now. I just put whatever I'm playing on the regular hard drive. Oh, did you get that? That's why. That's why you load in faster than me now, because I'm not on an SSD drive. No, I don't have an SSD. This is just a regular. This is just a regular hard drive. Oh, okay. I never got the SSD yet. I got you. I, I'm thinking about getting one for Christmas, just to see what the difference is. Oh, they do show the other side of the cartridge, but you can't see. It's just hollow. It's hollow inside right now. But dude, you know that's the way. It, what? Listen, remember, remember the original systems. Apple does it. Every everyone does it. Theirs. Yeah, everyone you does it. You never got a third party anything. Look Everything at, you had to get was from them. Look at Nintendo. Even the original Nintendo had that cord, and at the end of the cord, it was like some weird prong system that you couldn't. Right. You know what they I mean? They, they always, they always do their proprietary stuff. Because how are they going to sell accessories the and last stuff? Last couple generations, they haven't though. They're, they're, now they're going back to that. Now they're going back to that. Right. Because now they can microtransaction the, you in real life to get the stuff that you want. Hey, listen. You're trying to, you're trying to protect your own product. I get it. But where it, it just seems it seems weird. It seems weird to have a patent for a cartridge and then you not they don't show us the other side of the cartridge, number one. Well they do, but it's hollow. It's hollow. I, I see it in another picture. You know, it's it's just one of those things where the the applications are very limited. Why else would I have a cartridge? It's either going to be memory or it's the actual game. I. Right? It's not going to be a self-contained. What, what do you think it's going to be? It's a cartridge that has uh, a, a terabyte of RAM and I plug it into my 
I plug it into my PlayStation so my game runs faster now? Like, is that what that's going to be? I don't, I don't think that's that can't be. It can't be. Right. I, I think I think it's look, it's probably it's probably the hard drive expansion, but I think it's going to be video games. I think it's the actual game. I think it's the actual game. I think that's what it is. I think it's the actual game preparatory system. That way it stops you from pirating their games. Right? It stops you from pirating games. When you have digital stuff, you can you can you can pirate them, right? But if you have physical stuff and you can't get into them because it's a proprietary system and they don't make the cables that could attach to it or whatever, I, I I think that's what Sony's doing. Yeah, but but if the okay, let's go both ways. So if I if I burn a copy of a game on a disc, okay, I can there's people that can hack the games and they break the code and they can just copy the game, put it on a different disc, right? Yep. Now you got a cartridge. All you're doing is copying on another hard drive, right? But maybe the proprietary software on the hard drive stops you from copying it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Right? So the, the hard drive itself is the game. Right. Which you can't copy. Right. And then they, they... – But it also, it also alleviates all the storage issue that you would have on your normal console, right? Because if I only have 500 gigs on my console and I plug in this, this, this SSD game, then – Whatever updates happen, whatever happens to the game, DLCs for that game, it all just goes to that SSD. Right. 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 Maybe, maybe the actual, maybe the actual game SSD is like two terabytes, but the game's only one terabyte, so it gives you the room to put the rest of the stuff. Can on you there. imagine how? All right. Question for you: What year? How many years from now, from 2019, do we see our first full-fledged terabyte game? It's a terabyte game. It's a game that's a terabyte or close to fucking terabyte. Twenty twenty four. You think five years from now? You think five years from now you'll see our first terabyte game of how much storage is on that one game? Yeah, because I, I think that they're probably working on a game like that now. I'll man, you might be right. Five years because it exponentially goes faster and faster. Technology. I'll say twenty twenty four. And I, I and I'll and I'll put it on top of it this way. I think it might be a VR game. I'm I'm gonna go 20, 2026. I'll go I'll go one year past you. Just give me it's that. Two extra. years past. Oh, all right, 2024. I'll, I'll give it two years past. Right, 2026. And I have a question. What I meant to ask this when we were we were talking about Xbox chat. What game? If you had to play a genre of games, a genre meaning like first person shooter, RTS sports game whatever if you had to play one type okay one type of game what game would you pick on if you're, if you're watching on youtube put in the comment section what if you made it this far it's an hour in okay what game genre would you play for the rest of your life if you only could pick one which one would you pick which one would you pick sarge i don't know i mean i i look at destiny and and our are enthralled by it but at the same time i probably take like on action rpg action rpgs i i would take a i would take a sandbox game i for some reason i, I don't know what it is sandbox I, there's a lot of replayability in action rpgs yeah no i i know i think i i think i would do as like a sandbox game i think i would do minecraft or something like a, like a game like a minecraft something where i could just constantly like build stuff adventure explore do nothing 
right? Like that. I think that's the type of game I would I would do. I w- if this was ten years ago, I would pick a sports game. You know, I would. I would p- I would pick Ken Griffey Jr. baseball and just play that until I'm blue <laughs> until until I'm blue in the face. I hated I hated playing that game with you. You would move a guy three up, two down, crack home run. I knew two up, six down, crack. I knew home everybody, run. guys. Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. I knew every single player on every single team where to put them in the box. Okay, to hit a home run. That's how much I played that game. I don't think I played any. I think I played that game more than any game I've ever played in my entire life, including Destiny, including World of Warcraft. Well, there was I, no counters back then. Right. Right, I just played. I played the crap that in Little League Baseball. I used to love that game, Little League Baseball. Sports games were my shit when I was a kid. I used to love them. All right, so I want to hear your comments. You send me a message uh, if you're listening to this on the on the audio version. Hit a message up on Anchor. Right, send me a message. I like to hear what you guys used to play or what game you would play. If you're listening to this on iTunes, uh, put it in the comment. Put it in uh, put it in the in the review. What game you would play? And if you're watching on i or if you're watching on YouTube. Put in the comment section down below. Um, let's see. That's me spending five hours building a path in Planet Zoo. I'm telling you, that 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 type of game, you know, like those those RPGs and the strategy games and stuff, man. Like, oh man, augmented reality porn. <laughs> How would that work? Is that just? I guess that'd be kind of creepy. All right. So next day, I want to talk about the Sonic movie. Right. The Sonic movie. They came out earlier this year. I forget what what month it was when this thing came out. Oh, it was April. It was April. Back in April, they showed us Sonic, and boy, was it was it scary looking. It was scary looking. And now we have. I'll show a picture of him real fast. Now he's looking pretty good. He's looking pretty good. All right there he is, Jim Carrey, and you got Sonic. Sonic actually looks like Sonic. Right, I, I was very surprised when they first came out. We're, we are now doing what we do in video games and movie industry. They release something early to see what we say. We shat on it, and then they brought it back and said, "All right, thanks for your input. We're now crowdfunding, basically, uh, or crowdsourcing ideas for for companies so they can make more money off of us." Right? Can you imagine if they released that original Sonic? It would have made ten dollars at the theater. Now. Hundred bucks. It's got a shot. Now I'll make a hundred dollars. Well, I, I think what it is now is they're they're bouncing it back and forth. They're going to concentrate on the publicity of Jim Carrey, and then the Sonic. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's a Jim Carrey movie with Sonic, not Sonic, right? With Jim Carrey as the enemy. That, right. That's that's what that's how the marketing has changed. Here's I mean here's... I, I don't see anybody else that could have played that. I forget what, what's his name, Doctor. I forget what it is. I forget. I forget, I, I, I can't remember. The enemy's name from Sonic, but I don't think there's anybody else on the planet that could play that guy. Who, except for Jim Carrey? Look at look at the difference. Look at the effing difference. People up in the upper top corner, out of touch with video games and everything. This is what happens when you have Ryan Johnson direct Sonic. Okay, Ryan Johnson do nothing about Star Wars and ruined Star Wars. Whoever the guy was that de- decided to put this first Sonic out. Had no realization. He's like, wait a minute, Sonic's an actual video game, and there's actually there's actual pictures I can look at, right? Because look at him now, he looks amazing. He looks like Sonic, right? He looks like Sonic. Thanks, look at look at the difference. 
Holy shit, he looked like a Smurf or something earlier before, like a bad dog or something. Now he looks like the cartoon character. I think they could have done something a little bit more with his with his with his hands, but look at the look at the difference. Yeah, he looks like he, the top one looks like a demon. Here here's the problem. They've spent so much money doing this over that they'll probably break even now. Okay? Before yeah, well, before they wouldn't have made any money. They wouldn't have made any money. Now they'll probably break even. Right? So, I mean, look at him. He looks completely different. He looks terrible. Absolutely terrible in the in the upper picture. Well, all right, but let's 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 just be honest, Mike, just real quick, okay? Everybody currently who knows who the F Sonic is, okay, is not really going to go watch a Sonic movie. Number 1, just to say. Oh, I got gotcha. you. The kids that are out right now, all the kids out right now have no idea who this guy is <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Right, all the kids existing right now. You put Sonic on the screen; they have no idea who this is. So, what is the marketing behind this? Is it going to be a mom and dad who played Sonic as a kid wanting to take their kid to go see Sonic? That doesn't make sense to me. Right? This movie will make money in the back end, <clears throat> like when you you watch it for kids. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Right? Who's going to watch this movie? Even if, listen, even if you left it, even if you left it alone, you left the demon. Demon Sonic, we left that alone. Like I, I wasn't gonna go see it. Like I, I, I don't care about Sonic. This is like this is right. I don't get it. I wasn't, I wasn't asking for this. Is this movie is twenty years too late? Twenty years too late. A live action Sonic movie. Hell, fucking Mario came out in the eighties. Sonic came out in what nineteen ninety something, ninety two, ninety three. When he when he first came out, like seriously. This this movie's twenty years too late, minimum. Right, twenty years too late. Well, that, well that, now they have the, the they have the graphics ability, computer graphics to be able to actually do this kind of movie. But once again, who is this movie for? I don't know. Right, so, like I love Sonic. I grew up on Sonic. Am I gonna go watch a Sonic movie at my age right now? No, 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 no. no. Is any kid right now? Does any kid? I showed. Know who the fuck this guy. I is? I, sh I showed is. this to my son, and he goes, "Who's that?" That's what he said. Who's that? I said, "That's Sonic." He's like, what does he do? I'm like, he runs fast. Okay. He walked out of the room. That's... Right. 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 What's what what you're not attached to anything. No, he has no he has no interest in this. No interest. Right? I don't know who this is for. Is this for like nostalgia factor? I mean, I don't right. Twenty eight years too late. Right? And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Twenty years ago, I don't think I would have been interested in this movie at all either. Okay, because Sonic has never been like Sonic's a poor a more a, a, a poor Mario. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he was an afterthought of of, of competition. Sega was like, we need a guy, and then we need a guy. and Nintendo said, we're gonna buy your guy, and that's, <laughs> Nintendo owns right. Sonic, right? Unless you unless you buy the Olympics, Sonic and Mario's Olympics, which is coming out later this year, or right, right. There's no yeah, reason the, that anyone knows about this guy. Right. The the racist plumber is much better than the racist hedgehog. Right. Right. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I get what they're trying to do. They're reaching. They need to make money. I get it. But I just – you, you, you could have picked – sit down and think about it for a moment. You could have picked anybody. Anybody who knows who Sonic is is in the middle age. We're all middle age. Right. We know Sonic, but I don't think I'm going to the theater no. to spend $20 to go watch Sonic. I wouldn't watch this movie. 
hear me out. I wouldn't watch this movie if I was trapped on an airplane and this was the only movie they were showing and I had to watch it. I would, I don't ever fall asleep. I would go to sleep. I would go to sleep. I would play cards on the actual airplane. Okay. With a stranger. It, it, it just, it, it just doesn't have, it has no connection to anything. You're just releasing a movie based purely on nostalgia yeah. that no one gives a crap about. Right. It's not like there's a toy release or something coming out, or, or there's some kind of promotion. It's just, hey guys, Sonic movie, right? Right. It's like, no. Who's ready? Who's <laughs> ready for Sonic? Right. No. No one. No. No. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh no, the Mario thing was racist for a while. Come on, Tempest, you know that. First game. Char char character. Nineteen. 91 is when Sonic came out. 1991. Okay? We're we're a little past we're we're almost 30 years, right? Almost 30 years. Yeah, I I would I I'm sorry. I know you went back to the drawing board and you and you worked hard and great. You got my respect that you actually made a Sonic the Hedgehog that looks like no. Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, good luck Selling and now here's what people are saying. They're like, "Well, I'm going to watch it because they fixed it." No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to watch it when it comes on like like oh, uh, on video on on, Re on Redbox, and you're paying two dollars to see it, and you'll invite twenty of your friends over to come laugh at it and go, "Woo, dodged a bullet there." That movie sucked, right? Like that's what's going to happen. Let's be honest, people. All right, so, all right, so let's let's write this one down, bro. It's, this movie comes out when. Comes out. It comes out in February. It comes out. February is when it comes out. Yeah, it's, it it's, comes out Valentine's Day. Something like That's that. When it comes out. Okay, so let's let's decide how much money this movie is going to make. <laughs> My wife just came in and said, "I don't know what you're talking about. We're seeing that in theaters." I'm not. <laughs> okay, that, that's fantastic. Okay, uh, I showed it to him. He guess, said, "I don't know who that is." Let's guess how much money this movie is going to make, Mike. Well, it's going to oh, make oh, at least twenty dollars. It's going to make at least $20 because my wife and my son are going. $8. Okay, $8. So She's going to a matinee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'm going to say opening weekend. Ready? Opening weekend, $8 million. I'm going to write it $8 down. Million. That's... Um, opening weekend, $8 million. Okay. Hold on a second. What? This movie... Okay. Hold on. Box office... I gotta look at a box office of a type of movie like like this. I got I gotta look. I I gotta look at a, at any movie that this would be compared to. I know what I'll give it, I'll give it eleven. I'll give it eleven. Okay. But eight, eight's my first one. That's it. You think opening weekend it'll make ten? Eight. Eight. eight, eight I don't think it'll make eight in its entirety. No. 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 There's, there's enough people out there. There's enough parents out there that did a babysitter for two hours. They might pay for it, but $8. <laughs> well, that's not going to work, Tempest. You know that's not going to work. So eight, I, I give them $8 million. What's What's this Jojo Rabbit? <laughs> no, that's... I, I know. Listen, I... But All right, the Adams Family domestically made uh, $92 million. Uh, $64 million internationally, 156 total. Well, 156. You know, no, I understand that. Right. And the Addams Family has been out for even longer, right? People know more about the Addams Family right. than they know about Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Okay. I'll be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll say it will make 
it'll make a hundred mil total, and it's an opening weekend. Opening weekend, I'll say six mil, six mil, opening weekend. Opening weekend, six mil. But you think it's gonna make a hundred mil its entire life? Yes. Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. But um, wait, unless unless the Asian market loves Sonic, <laughs> is, is, is could a, be is they a could jog like a fucking animal in the Chinese in the Chinese uh, market? Like I don't know. He could he could be. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, you know what phrase I don't like? This when the media throws this phrase out. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie that nobody asked for. Like, let me ask you a question. Do you believe that the Hollywood runs on the fact that they send out a poll right. and they ask a bunch of people right. what kind of movie they want to see, and then they base the movie based on the on, the, on that on that poll? Uh, that's not that's not how it works. They decide to make a movie because they think it's marketable. Okay. Right. So they decide to make it marketable by making them a blue demon, and then the the people who are the people who are not going to go see it. Said you fucked up Sonic. You need to fix it. So they spent another they spent another hundred million dollars fixing it. Right. So <laughs> so the, we're not gonna go see it anyway. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so listen, it cost them ninety million dollars. It cost them ninety million dollars to make to refix it. No, no, to make the movie before they fixed it. Okay. So you got to figure another forty million. They got right at least half million. Right. I, I would say at least. 25 to 40 million dollars to fix the thing scenes you just have to reshoot the animations all right just let you know pokemon detective made 150 million in the u.s okay warcraft made 160 million in the u.s okay i don't i don't see sonic i don't see sonic making their money back eight million opening weekend i'll say six i'll say six million opening weekend i got it written down eight million opening. right right mine write mine down six million opening weekend 2015, Gem and the Holograms opened up at 1.3 mil. Yeah, I'm going to say 6 mil, and I'm being lenient. Lenient. <laughs> it's Sonic, people. Come on. When was Listen, before this movie comes out, when was the last time you heard ever think anything about Sonic ever? You're, you're correct. 1991. You're, you're absolutely correct. The last time anyone heard anything about Sonic the Hedgehog was 1991. Yeah. Okay? It's ridiculous. It, it makes no sense. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, they're they're gonna need to hire someone else to come back in and like, even if it's like super popular, it still won't break. It, it won't make its money back because okay, so because the public made them redo it. They've right. now lost money. Right. Right. Here, and, and let me tell you this: after opening weekend, they are gonna totally market it as a Jim Carrey movie. That's how this is gonna work. They're gonna show every scene is gonna be a Jim Carrey scene. That's how they're gonna show this movie. If, for the trailers, l- that's it. Let me tell you, if this was if this was a Sony Wild picture, crazy Jim Carrey's and Sonic the Hedgehog. If this was a if this was a Sony picture, they would include it on their cartridges with every PlayStation just to get the sales up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like that's how bad this movie's gonna do. They would they would in- incorporate it just like the iPad or the the U2 did with the with the with the iPod back in the day, and it's the number one selling of all time album if, because if they the sold. Asian- the Asian market might save it if they're if they really like Sonic. Furries are obsessed with Sonic for some reason. Well, yeah, I guess they would be, huh? Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. All right, next, I want to talk about Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. I have Disney Plus, and I actually quite enjoying it so far. Okay, because I've watched, I've watched uh, 
DuckTales. I've watched Jeff Goldblum's uh, uh, perspective of stuff. He's only got one episode right now. It's according to Jeff Goldblum. The world according to Jeff, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. He is such an awkward and unique person. He really is. Like, he's just strange. Like, he got his ass kicked when he was a kid, right? For being for, for being him. For being Jeff Goldblum. For being him, he got his ass kicked when he was a kid. I guarantee it. Okay, he is just an interesting guy, and I like the way he was interviewing people. I, I, the first episode's about sneakers. I learned more about sneakers. Okay, this is a billion dollar industry. People are wads of cash, man, millions of dollars spent at sneaker con. He goes to sneaker con and there's just cash and kids are spending $1,200 on sneakers, right? Like $1,200. Look, I get it. And the best thing that they said in the, in, the, uh, in the show that I watched, one of the guys that was a sneaker guy said, it's like baseball cards, right? Like it's like, it's a piece of paper, Right, but yet people are spending money on it like thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on a baseball card because someone liked this player more than another player, right? Because this person did this baseball card. So that's what shoes are. I was like, well, that's a pretty good outlook of that, right? So then I started watching this, and Jeff Goldblum, man, he's a really good. He's a, he's a, such an awkward interviewer, but at the same time, he makes it quirky and enjoyable, and I liked it. I was like, I can't wait for the next one. The next one, he's doing ice cream. Right. So then there's like an episode with like denim jeans and like other things. And I was like, I can't wait to watch them because I, I like Jeff Goldblum. And if you like Jeff Goldblum, you'll like this episode. You'll like the series. If you don't like Jeff Goldblum, you're like, holy shit, I can't stand that dude. That is the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Not for you. All right. I watched The Mandalorian. By far, here's my first impressions. Right. I have a, I have a podcast up on Anchor if you want to listen to that. I take you. I give you my thoughts, but I'll give you. I'll give you my brief thoughts right now. Right, Sarge hasn't seen it. No spoilers here. There, the very first opening of it, it's it's a space western. That's what it is. It's a space western. The worst part about the show is the music. One so it's cowboy bebop. Yeah, basically, yeah. Right. So at least from the first episode, the music's terrible. The music is the worst part of the entire thing. You would think Star Wars, you think George Luke, uh, you think, you know, you think uh, John, John Williams, you think that type of music. No, this is like um, something you would see out of a Western, like the the flute, the pan flute that they're playing and the, the way the way the music sounds. I'm like, ah, I could have done without that music. The worst part. The show itself. Everyone's complaining about it as not long enough. And I want to push back a little bit saying, I think it was perfect, and I think it was just right. And what I mean by that— What do you mean by not long enough? Was it an hour no, or a half hour? It was a 37—it said it was 44 minutes, but it came out to like 36, 37 minutes. <clears throat> okay? I don't know if each episode is going to be that same, if one's longer or shorter. But is that is that with or without commercials? There's no commercials. No commercials. It's just 37 minutes. And, and the way it plays out, every shot— Beautifully done by Dave Fioni, right? He was the director of it, and he's the guy who created the Clone Wars, right? So if you watched any of the Clone Wars and you like the Clone Wars, I think you'll like this first episode. And John Favreau, he didn't direct it, but he produced it and wrote it with John Favreau. Um, I mean, with uh, Dave Fioni. Yeah, John Favreau wrote it and and produced it with John Favreau himself. Uh, so no, Dave Fioni. Well, Favreau, Favreau understands Star Wars though. Here, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Okay, Ryan Johnson. I'm sorry, Rian Johnson. Okay, as everyone calls him now. No, it's Ruin Johnson. Well, it's it's Rianne. They call him like a girl's name because right. So Ruin Johnson. So he did not like Star Wars. You could tell he didn't like Star Wars from his childhood. 
right? He actually said that Empire Strikes Back would would be polarizing now. And no. No, it wouldn't. Because of the way it was. It got it got great reviews and people love that. He hated it when he was a kid, right? If if I'm sorry, if you if you're a Star Wars fan and you hate one of the Star Wars, you should not be the director of a Star Wars movie, right? Because it's like he feels like something hurt him when he was a child, and he's like, "This is my revenge on on the thing," right? Like whatever you know, it doesn't matter, right? Like he actually says that in his in his thing. John Favreau and Dave Fioni. Dave Fioni is like Lucas's right hand man when Lucas still owned the company, right? It was Kathleen Kennedy and Dave Fioni. Okay, Dave Fioni knows everything about everything about Star Wars and what Lucas's vision was, and he stayed close to that. John Favreau is a just like us, right? I think he's your age, maybe a little older, right? He's a Star Wars fan. And you could see when they made this show that two guys that were Star Wars fans, okay, they made this thing. And you're like, the best way I can describe it to you, Sarge, the feeling when you watch New Hope for the very first time, when the very first time you watched it and you're like, the cantina scene where like the guys had makeup on and other people had like these rubber masks on and you're like, that looks so hokey. But for some reason, you're like, this is cool. That's how this is, right? There was a moment in the very first scene that there's a character. He's blue, right? He's a blue character. I don't know. He's, his character's name on IMDb is the Bounty, right? He comes in. The Mandalorian comes in. And I saw that makeup. And I was like, ooh. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this because of that. But then I thought about it. I was like, they're doing exactly what they did in the cantina scene in, in The New Hope. Like, it's like cheesy looking aliens right and i was like i'm good like as soon as i put that in perspective to myself i was like all right i'm in the show direction was fantastic the way it was shot fantastic the shots were elongated they were very long so like when i say long usually when you when you see a, a movie they stay on a shot for like one or two seconds and they cut and they cut and they cut this one established a shot and you see the mandalorian walking and walking and walking and then it cuts. And then they, they open the door, and then you see him walking and walking and walking. It's like Lord of the Rings type of, like, long, drawn-out, not epic views. But the, the set design was, was beautiful. Um, the, the shots of the, the way they set up everything. You don't know anything about this character when you're watching this. And because the way they shoot it, it tells you a lot about who the character is. He's mysterious. He doesn't like certain things. He's like, what's he's up, what, what he's up to? Everything was very like shot back from afar and let and let him just walk across the scene. And I loved it. I thought it was very good. He never took off his helmet. I don't know if he's going to take off his helmet. We know who he is, like who the actor is. But I don't know if he's going to take off his helmet. And I don't think he, maybe he should, right? Like Boba Fett never took off his helmet. You don't know who Boba Fett was. So maybe he shouldn't take off his helmet. But if he does, obviously I'm cool with it, whatever. The... The steal, the show stealer of this episode, is that robot. Uh, I forget his actual original one in, in in Return of the Jedi. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> IG88 is the is I88. Thank you. IG88. Uh, IG11 is the one in here. He steals the episode. It's 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 an the original thing. It's an assassination droid. It's what it is. Yes, but do you ever wonder when you were when you were looking at him back in Empire? You're like, how does fuck this droid move, like attack and kill things? Like you didn't you never saw a movie. He's just very stiff and stuff holy shit he's like a ninja man 
robotic ninja. Like, he's not moving like a human. He's moving like a robot, and he spins, and he shoots things. Like He's like behind him, and his head's spinning, and he's doing all the... It's, it's amazing. You're like, yes! And there's this moment that happens between the Mandalorian and him. Throughout the whole show, it's not really a spoiler. The Mandalorian doesn't like robots. He doesn't like droids, right? And the last scene in this whole thing... He has to work with this droid hand in hand because they're both a part of the assassinate the the, uh, the bounty hunter guild, and they're working side by side. And just that last scene just says so much. There's comedic moments in there that are really good, and then the ending of the episode, you're like, "Oh shit! Like what just what did I just see? It's amazing. It's a great cliffhanger." Tomorrow, actually, I think tonight at midnight, the next episode comes out because it comes out on Fridays. So right now. Disney Plus is $6.99 per month, right? If you're thinking that you don't know if you'd like to get this and you're a Star Wars fan, this is what I've been telling people. Don't get it this first month. Wait till December 27th, which is right after Christmas. Give yourself a Christmas gift, okay? And rent for one month in December. Wait for seven episodes to be done, okay? The eighth episode comes out on the 27th on that Friday, okay? Purchase it. Binge watch episodes one through six, watch seven, cancel your episode, and you're good. You paid $6.99 for a season of, of The Mandalorian, which comes down to less than a dollar an episode, and it's worth it 100% because you're going to get like four to five hours of Star Wars, okay, of this series, and I think it's totally worth it. I think I'm looking very, I'm excited for it. Is it the best? No. But here's why I'm pissed off about it, Sarge. Disney knows how to do a Star Wars. Dave Fioni and John Favreau were fans, and they did it justice. They did it like the traditional Star Wars. Hokey, cheesy, space, cowboy. Like, it was just, it was just good, right? The lines that he says, the acting in the, in the show was good. The, uh, there's a couple of CGI scenes in there. Uh, it's just, it's just a, it's a good time. If you, like it, it made me it made me hate Star Wars and Kathleen Kennedy a little bit more because I was like, if they can do this, what the F were they thinking when they did episode seven, eight, and nine? Right. Well, there's a whole there's a whole lot of we can't have the conversation now. We only have a half an hour, but it has to do with agenda. It's gotta do with killing off a brand so you can build your own brand from scratch because they wanted to sell the merchandise. And nobody took it nobody nobody took it seriously. How you don't have a story, you want us to like the characters, we don't like the characters, then you want us to buy the garbage merchandise off the people we don't like. Right. Okay? And it, it, it just shows. They wanted to make their own people so they didn't have to give George Jugas any money. Right? You kill off you kill off the old, you build your own characters, and you sell the merchandise. And nobody was buying it. Nobody was buying it. Buckeye, is it, is it a good entrance level for Star Wars? I think so. I think it is because if you know nothing about Star Wars, nothing. You know nothing about this character, and the way it starts off the episode, nobody knows about this character, right? Nobody knows about the character. If you are a fan, obviously you're going to get more out of the show than someone that doesn't know anything about Star Wars, right? Because there there are Easter eggs in the show. Um, I actually I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up this 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 shot right here. I did this on Twitter. I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot of the episode, right, and. I wanted to know if if anyone thought that this was Boba Fett. I'm going to bring this up. <clears throat> there was a dark character, and I, I made this light. This this scene, that this shot that you're looking at, the guy standing on the right side of the screen was literally in pitch, 
black. You couldn't see him. Barely. And I was watching an Ultra HD 4K. And I was like, I was like, who was that? Right? So I took a screenshot and then I enhanced the light and put it up. So there's a scene where the Mandalorian comes in and he walks by and there's another Mandalorian standing in the corner. Now, yes, it could be any Mandalorian. Okay? But I think it's Boba Fett. This takes place after Return of the Jedi. Okay? And I think Jon Favreau and Dave Fioni did this 100% on purpose. Okay? They're not showing you that like he's going to be in the show. They're just showing you that's an Easter egg and his ass is alive and he's in this corner because the where he's walking into right now is this like Mandalorian area where there's a, a Mandalorian making armor for them, right? Down this. Now, it could be any Mandalorian. I wish I could see the antenna if the antenna was up on the other, you know, the right side of his face. But it's so dark you can't see. I think just for fan justice, they said... Let's put Boba Fett there, right? Because if someone notices it, I mean, he is literally in pitch black, right? You go, he's alive. He's alive, okay? Meaning they can do a spinoff or do, do something and introduce him later and, and tell you why he's alive and how he escaped, right? There's a fan film of Boba Fett escaping from the Sarlacc pit, which is very good. Look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's well done. I think he's alive. I thought it was cool. There's a lot of little Easter eggs they did during the show. Um, and John Favreau said, he's like, if you're a Star Wars fan, there's a lot for you to take in. Uh, a lot of little little tips of the hat to, to the old Star Wars. Lots of, uh, they have a lot of comedians that appear in there. Um, Brian, um, uh, Pope, the comedian, what's his name? Brian Passa, uh, Pasea. He's the big bulky guy with the, with the beard. He's a, he was on uh, Big Bang Theory as the, as the rock geologist. I forget his name. P Posen, I think is it. Anyway, he's driving like a land speeder in the thing. Uh, it's fantastic. I think it's a very good show. If anything, get get the uh, get a subscription one month, but wait till December until all the whole thing comes out, and then you can watch the whole episode. Um, overall, Disney Plus for me worked. I know a lot of people had a lot of problems with it. Uh, a lot of shows that you would click on it and they wouldn't go right. They wouldn't they wouldn't click over. Um, I'll show you here. Marvel's missing a couple of shows. Like, they have all of them, but they're not all here yet. So if I do a search for, like, Thor, right? I click Thor. Thor Ragnarok is not on here. It is on here, but it's not on here. It doesn't come out until December 5th, right? For some reason. Maybe contract issues or whatever. It, there's a lot of a lot of things on here that have changed. Uh, people are complaining about The Simpsons. Uh they do 16 by 9 widescreen, so it literally crops off on people's screens and stuff like that, right? Um, Star Wars, they changed the who shot first scene yet again. Guido says something, McCluckin or McClucky or something like that now. Um, they, they, I don't know why they changed it. Uh, there's just a bunch of things that are happening that they've, they've done. They've gone back and re-edited. People haven't found this out yet, but the original um, Disney movies... Anything that was sort of like being misconstrued or could be think of as racist or anything, they've wiped out. They've taken it out of the uh, out of the movies. So the movies that you watch on here are not the original movies. They are, there's lines that have been taken out uh, of like, the cause films because we, we like to because we, we like to erase history and make a new one. Right. <clears throat> uh, there is a lot of shows like Lady and the Tramp is the original one on here. I think this is the best title. I made fun of this earlier. High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. That to me, I don't know why it's just it, it makes me laugh. 
High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, there's a lot of other little shorts. Right now, there's a lot of stuff that you've already seen. And everything of Disney's on here pretty much. But a lot of the original content is real short. Like uh, there's like three-minute shorts, seven-minute shorts, ten-minute shorts. So right now, I said I don't think Disney's worth it for the price, right? Because the, of the original programming. If you're a nostalgic person, okay, and you want to binge watch DuckTales every single season or Chippendale Rescue Rangers or Duckwing Duck, I mean, look at my watch list right now that I have, right? I have X-Men, the original X-Men. I have the new Star Wars Resistance that got canceled. I get to watch the whole series now. They got Gargoyles. They got Star Wars Rebels, okay, the, all of them. Star Wars Clone Wars, all of them, including the new season that comes out in, in February. Darkwing Duck, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, and DuckTales. I'm a happy camper. I was a little upset that I couldn't find Muppet Babies, like the original Muppet Babies. They have the new Muppet Babies, but they don't have the old Muppet Babies. Like, they don't exist anymore. A little upset about that. Because um, I, I wanted to show my son, because they don't have Scooter, and they don't have um, they don't have the girl. What was his sister's name? Skeeter? Skeeter and Scooter, right? They don't have her. She doesn't exist in the in the in the world anymore, which I find kind of funny because she would fit perfectly in transgender now, right? Like like you can make her a transgender uh, character and it would be fine. <clears throat> Original Tuckdales are, are are amazing. Uh, you got all the Pixar movies except Toy Story four on here. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff on Disney. For me, it was a no brainer. Our son loves Disney. Uh, the cartoons and stuff. So it's a no-brainer. You get to watch it. You get to watch the old cartoons uh, from Disney. You got the the old remastered uh, ones that I used to watch when I was a kid that were old when I was a kid are on here. You get to watch all those. They're remastered and colored. You got all the new cartoons. So overall, I think Disney Plus is worth it. But if you are a Disney fan or you're nostalgic about your childhood, if you're a person that says, I want Disney to die, and I don't want them to succeed. Well, obviously, this is not for you, right? This is not this is not going to be for you. I don't know why you would. Well, you're not, you're you... not going to stop. You're not going to stop Disney at this point. So no. Well, that's another thing, right? So Disney right now competing with Netflix. Right now, they're Netflix is at over a hundred million subscribers, like one hundred six million subscribers to Netflix. Right now, what's been told to us is ten million people for Disney Plus, and that's could be all free. I paid. We paid two years. I know a lot of people that paid two years in advance. Um, you give them one year. One year. They've been out. Netflix has been out since 2011. Okay. Disney in one year will catch up because of all the original programming that's coming out, right? They're doing an Obi-Wan series. They're doing a, a uh, Rogue One prequel series for Star Wars. They're doing uh, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Falcon and Winter Soldier. They're doing, um, uh, what's, the, what's the other one? Uh, they're, they're doing a whole bunch of other, oh, uh, WandaVision, Loki, right? There's like seven or eight Marvel original programmings that's coming out within the next year. So give it summer until summertime. And I think the original content and everything will be much, they've already ordered another season of Mandalorian. So Mandalorian is going to have a second season. I guarantee you that show's going to go. Just think, I just think it's going to be saturated. I think they're going to try to go too hard on too many shows. Well, here's the, here's what they're doing. They don't release the next show until one show is over. So for instance, let's say the Mandalorian's done eight episodes. Then all of a sudden, Obi-Wan would kick in. And then when Obi-Wan's done, they would throw in the rogue one. 
So you would have constant, that's what they're doing with Marvel, right? So the Marvel, it was Winter Soldier after Winter Soldiers, like WandaVision after Wanda is Loki. So there's always something to watch week by week. And all the original content is week by week. You can't binge watch it unless you wait weeks to watch it and then binge watch it. You have to watch it. And people are kind of mad about that. But from a business perspective, that's why Netflix hurts so bad, right? And they struggle because when they release a show, everyone binge watches it and everyone's in a different spot. So I watch all the episodes and I start talking about it on on, on social media and everyone's like, oh, spoilers, man. Well, you can't really spoil – you could spoil a episode of The Mandalorian, but you can't ruin the whole season for somebody, right? Plus it keeps the buzz going. Every week on Friday, next episode of Mandalorian – Social media blitz, right? Oh, it's so good. And this next week, talk. It's like that water cooler that was missing. That was missing when you binge watched uh, stuff from Netflix. Like people didn't have that water cooler talk anymore. It was just like, yeah, this weekend I watched all of game or, or um, I don't know, pick a show. Even even HBO, I, I binge watched the uh, Game of Thrones. I watched all of them, right? I think HBO is doing it right week by week, and I think that's why Disney is doing what they're doing. They they saw that HBO is probably more profitable in the long run uh, with the buzz than, than Netflix. Now, obviously if you want to watch every single Marvel movie in existence, you can do that right now. You can go watch it until blue in the face. If you want to watch DuckTales five seasons, if you want to watch 30 seasons of the Simpsons, you can go do that right now as long as it works for you. I know a lot of people were having problems with it. So um, I think, I think, I think Disney's got something here with their original programming, especially with the with what they're doing. I think with the Mandalorian, they can win the Star Wars fans back slowly, slowly, because this shows that they can actually do something. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, let's get the Star Wars, the Skywalker thing done with. Let's move on to something new, right? Like that's that's what I'm looking forward to, just to see how this ends and be like, great, four, five, and six only exist to me, and the Clone Wars, the animated series. One, two, and eh, three was okay. Three was okay. In order, it's it's uh, five, four, six, three, uh, one, two, <laughs> seven, eight. Right? Because eight's the last one right now for me. Eight's the last one. It's it's the worst one. It's worse than episode one. It's worse than episode one. Fucking Jar Jar. Jar Jar's the worst. Who knows? There's, there could be a top billing. Number nine could be the worst one. We we could we still we could take away. Well, this is this is you don't you have no idea what this is going to do to Star Wars. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's going to happen. This is going to this movie's going to come out on de, on December twentieth, and then after the blowback, they're going to basically just tell you we're going to erase these three movies from existence. Yeah. Do you do you think <clears throat> do you think Disney has the balls to remake the original? Four, Absolutely. five, and six. Absolutely, they have the balls to do it, but they won't because they have to give George Lucas the money. Why would they, they have to, wanna... Why would they have to give him the money if they because if they time, no no any, if, any, if they reboot no. if they reboot the original then then they don't have to do it. No, no, I understand that, but it's still taking from his story. They'd have to give him money. They have to give him royalties. Oh, see, I think they could just change the story. They just remake four, five, and six to fit their their stories. Yeah, if if Disney remakes. New Hope, so they can substitute for the new new for the new New Hope. I'm out. I'm out. I'm <laughs> do, you, out. do you think they dare to do that? Yeah, they would. Do you think they would? Do you think yes. they would remake Empire yes. and remake yes. Return of the Jedi? 
Yes. Oh, God. Chat, do you think they would do that? Oh, yes, they would. I don't think Disney would do that. I think no. they would. I think they would rather make kill their one. own trilogy. Forget the past. Kill it if you have to. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think they would make their own trilogy before they reboot and remake four, five, and six. Because if they oh. make four, five, and six, they got to redo one, two, and three as well. Yeah, you can't put any Star Wars characters' names except Jar Jar because I don't give a shit about him. If any new characters' names will get deleted from the from chat. All right, so <clears throat> we talked about Star Wars. We talked about Disney Plus. This is a, this is a fast episode. Is there? Was there? Oh, Destiny. Let's talk about Destiny for a second. I forgot oh, about gosh. it. Jesus, right, I almost we'll forgot. It. We, we got twenty minutes left. All right, so after <laughs> after watching all the videos over the last week, bro, uh, I think all of a sudden everybody's starting to realize what we say every week for five years that we're so negative that yeah. we're so negative about yeah. it. But we say it every week as how the leveling system works and how. They they still don't know how to keep people engaged over a long period of time. Yeah, it's 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 pretty funny to me. It's pretty funny to me because <clears throat> I've been saying about the XP um, problem since the beginning of time, since the beginning of time, um, and now for some reason, other people are starting to catch wind of this, and I, obviously I'm I'm streaming from the. Hello, can anyone hear me? I'm screaming from the from the forest on top of the mountain behind the tree. Okay. Nobody nobody heard me. No one hears me. No one says anything. They always say other people. This person's bringing it up. I know I don't have a following. But I can tell you what. The people that have the following, 100,000, 300,000, that are, that are all a million people, that are all Destiny lovers, right? Lovers. Have never, ever mentioned anything that I've mentioned. And now... They're starting to mention stuff that I've been mentioning for five years where some of those people told me I was crazy. Some of those people told me there's no way. Some of those people said that would be a terrible system, right? They would never do that. And now they're looking at it going, wait a minute. What, what are we doing? There's no wh – where's this leveling system going? There's there's no point to do anything, right? There's no point. They sped me up. They did this. There's, a, there's no point to do anything. And I find that hilarious hilarious because you can't see my face right now so you have to watch the the youtube channel after the fact i'm i'm baffled i'm baffled by how people don't see the road in front of them oh. <laughs> what happened what, what, what happened are you kidding me are you kidding me it's okay it's okay we're recording it anyway <laughs> did, did it kick me <laughs> yeah we lost we lost the i'm telling you I'm, I'm telling you unbelievable you can't talk bad about destiny every time you start talking about it dude it's okay they, yeah they, they cut me the, off but it's okay because it'll be on youtube it'll it'll, it'll it'll be on youtube it'll the be on youtube stream crashes yeah Bungie got mad. I'm telling you, right? When when they do it, I'm going to make a compilation. When they change the system, I'm going to make a compilation of every time I said my idea and how they should make leveling and intentionality and 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 purpose, okay? Uh there's there's people making videos now. There's people making videos now about Destiny that are saying, "What's the point of doing PVP? What's the point right. of it?" Because you level up and then you 
valor and you, and and you reset yourself and you get absolutely you get nothing you get garbage right you don't get anything that you need to do stuff a at the prism, end game nothing a golf ball you get nothing something right nothing <clears throat> and then people are like well halo didn't do that and that was a good pvp game well i hate to break it to you this is not halo and this is a looter shooter and you play the game to get loot you get a game to get things and this thing is not getting like there's no reason to do stuff Right now, Sarge, I log in to Destiny, and I go to Eris, and I'm like, oh, well, that's two weeks now. There's nothing to do for Eris, right? The first five weeks had me because we had to do stuff for her fire team, okay? The right. story had me. Yeah, yeah. Then I had the dungeon. Cool. And we did the dungeon. Then we had the Xenophage. Cool. We did the Xenophage. Haven't done the raid yet. But there's no reason for me to go back in the game every day and be like, all right, great. I already have a full set. I'm at 950. I have a full set of masterwork gear of guns and armor. Okay. Is it the best? No. But it's masterwork. Okay. Because I I do hard activities and I get rewarded fucking uh, Bane Hammer or Bane whatever uh, stuff, which is at 47. 47. We did the dungeon. And it was masterwork. I looked at it. Great. I got a pinnacle gear. But if I minus the 12 from there, it's actually a 47. A 47. That's that's garbage. Garbage. Yes. So there's no there's no intentionality. There's no reason to do certain things. I literally log in and I'm like, all right, what are we doing? I'll go in and play with you guys. I, I'm okay going back and playing old content and doing the raids because we haven't done it. But... The, the, the Vex offensive, the reason they give you so much garbage is because at the end of the season, that's gone, right? right? So that's why they're giving you all the garbage to get maybe get the the garbage rolls out of there and maybe get a god roll or something if you want. But other than that, right. there's no reason because then here comes the next garbage bin that's coming in. Whatever the next Vex offensive is, there's really no, there's really no reason to do anything. I've said it for the last three weeks. I think they've painted themselves into a corner. I don't know what the leveling system is going to be like after the season's Let, over. Well, join the club because I don't think they do either. I don't. I really don't think they do. Because right now, what happens? Next season starts. We're we're week seven right now, right? There's only three weeks left in this season. We, there's only ten weeks in this season. Okay. Then the next season starts. Great. Story mission. Do we have to wait each week to get one story mission like we did for Eris on something? Great, we got the next Vex Offensive type thing, whatever that is. But where does the leveling go? We all go back to 950, okay? Some of us will be well, at 952. Some of us will be at 955. Right, some will be at 959. Some might be at 960. Great. Then what? You get your artifact up, so you go from 960 to 975 by playing 100 hours worth of stuff and still being five levels under the uh the the max gear or the max light level or for that for that process i mean i don't ever want to put in 50 hour weeks to get up to what what uh what bagel did to get up to that point right. to get into 999 or anything like that right. i'm not i'm not going to ever do that so what's the point what is what is the thing if there's shadow keep gave a story shadow keep gave us 250 light levels to go up okay this is giving us what what is this giving us? What light level am I going to, right? Infinity with the artifact. What point is it to do the artifact besides once I get my 12 levels done, then what? What do I do? What new armor are you bringing in? What new weapons am I going to go for? Like, everything's like a slow 
it's like feeding my child one pea at a time for dinner. Here you go. There's one pea. And you eat it. He's like, oh, great. Where's that? Here, next pea. Right? And then why he's, are you full on peas yet? No. All right? Well, all right. Here comes the mashed potatoes. One spoon at a time. It's like, okay, I'm going to feed you your meal over the next 10 hours. Okay? And then for what? It's like, what's the point of their system? The leveling system makes absolute no sense. Even if they raise the pinnacle light level up to 960 to 970, it's plus two now, right? You've just given me two weeks worth of work, right? Because I'm already at 950. And if I'm already at 960, going from 960 to 970 is going to be like a week's job, two weeks job for the person that's at 960 because they just leveled up the pinnacle weapons plus two because they don't think of it. They don't think of anything. They're like, yeah, let's just raise it. Let's just raise it. Now everyone's there even faster. Okay, and of course there's going to be someone listening to this podcast and going, well, I just started playing and I'm not there. Yeah, that's great. But when you get there, what's the point? What are you getting there for? What is the reason to get to Max Light to do what? To sit there and go, you know what? I'm at Max Light. I'm going to go play a different game now. Like, there's no reason. It's a looter shooter. It's a live service game. It's a. It's supposed to keep me interested, and it's not. It's just, I'm done. Once the story's done... Once I hit level 100 for the season, I made fun of you the other day. I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm doing bounties. Can you come to the planet? I'm like, for what? You're like, I want to turn them in. I'm like, 150. I'm like, why? Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I gave myself a right, purpose. No, I got you. Right? And you're like, well, I want to get my artifact up. I'm like, you have to get 15 million points to get up five more levels. I was like, by that time, the season will be over, and you're going to get reset to 950. So what's the point? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, I, at this point, I'm I'm baffled by Bungie going, even if they lift it 50 light level, then what? Great. I'm busy for three weeks. Then what? But it's not, it's not, it, 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 the missing, the missing intentionality is the fact that they don't put into the game sub goals within the actual leveling system, right? Like, I've, like I've said it many times before, like, like a monster hunter world, right? In order to defeat this boss in this zone, you have to get like all fire gear, right? Yeah. And so now, you're, so you're hunting for fire gear, and you're killing killing the monster in order to get the pieces in order to make the fire gear. That's called and intentionality. Then once, and then once you have the full set of fire gear, now I can go into this level and kill this boss. That type of intentionality they don't have in Destiny. It's distill no. this go wherever, do whatever, but for no reason to do Right. It. There's no reason because if there was intentionality behind it, if there was a reason to go, hey, this gun drops here, I can level up this gun. If they do my system where you're leveling up guns and leveling up armor, not like the moat system they had in D1 where you're like, I leveled up all this, I made all these moats, I'm just going to put the gun that I want to level up and then start pumping it into that gun. No, 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 no. You have to use the weapon. You have to use the armor. So if I want this armor to unlock to get these certain perks, I have to wear the armor. I have to use the abilities on the armor. I have to use the gun to get the perks on the gun, right? Think about how cool it would be if you were in PvP and you're like, I want to use this weapon. It has its own perks. And the more you use that weapon in PvP, the better the gun gets, right? You have the gun. More guns could drop during the battle. Okay, so you're leveling up a gun. Maybe you find it at white, and then you level it up all the way. Maybe you find it at blue, and then level it up all the rest of the way. Maybe yeah, you want to take a gun and make it exotic. Yeah, but the issue the issue still remains is the end game of even your system 
doesn't allow for replayability because then there's no reason to do yes, there is. after that. Yes, there is. You know why? Because my system would take much, much longer to get to endgame. Yeah, but... but, but and by that know. time, hold on, by that time, when the next content comes out, they would have new story missions, okay? New armor, new gear, and then you would just ritz and repeat to start over. Oh, that's a new weapon. I'm going to level up that gun. I'm going to go level up this thing. Right, but you still need a you still need a reason for the the reason for why you level that gun. You up. would level that gun up right. because you would have to use that gun against a certain boss, right? You would have to get the gun to kill the boss to get the certain thing from the boss so you can put it towards your armor, right? To make your overall best gear overall to then go to end game to go get better gear in end game, right? You need right the very the variables for the guns have changed like five times since destiny has started they still haven't settled in on what the real purposes of the guns are besides being a trophy okay the the fact that you can't you can't separate pvp and pve the fact that they can't do that because they say it's going to ruin the actual part of the game is 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 strange to me because you can't balance you can't balance a game like this with the kind of weapons that they have and still make the PvP enjoyable. Right. It's not possible, okay? You just have to accept what it is. So they've learned that, and so what they do is they put these high-end pinnacle guns at and to do these grind fests, and so in order to get that badass gun, you have to grind. So once enough people grind for that special gun, then it's OP, then we nerf it, and then we rinse and repeat, and we do right. this for the next gun down the list. Right. Like, that's not a way to elongate an actual system it's that's it's just nonsense duplicit if you had if you had if you had intentionality for the weapons they they find it difficult to say that well they don't want to hem you in and say well you have to have these weapons and this armor in order to defeat this boss because then people would have limited options on how to do it but meanwhile you call it end game content well end game content should be something where I need the highest possible stats in order to defeat the hardest mob. That's how it's supposed to be. But there's no there's no consistent level between the mobs and the weapons and your level. The the light level and your level level and it was all meaningless. It was just a number on the screen. Give intentionality to why I'm at that level in order to enter an area that says I can enter this area now because I'm high enough. Right. When we played the original Destiny and you've walked up to a guy and there was a skull next to his name, it meant that you weren't strong enough to kill that monster. Right. It was exciting. Like, okay, well, how high do I have to get to kill him? Right. And so you would grind and keep coming back. Oh, he's still a skull. Still a skull. And when you got close enough, then it was like red but not a skull. So it was harder. Or it was orange, it was harder, but not not as hard. That kind of intentionality is visual on the screen so you know, I, can, I can't I can go to this level, I, or this area, I can go to this area. That is more intentionality. And the gear should allow you to go to those areas. Or the weapon should allow you to go to those areas. Like, maybe the gun can kill the guy, but your armor's weak enough where you'll take too right. much damage. And then you would get like better, kind of stuff. and then he drops something to make your armor better. Right, but they don't do that. They no. want it to be like this... I can go wherever I want and do what I want, but, but the numbers are meaningless. Right. Well, here's the thing, Duplis. When you say it would break the balance because people would make their own god rolls, 
there is no balance. Right now, there's no balance in the game because you could you could go go for a gun and run it 500 times and never get the god roll, right? However long that took you, if it took you 40 hours, if it took you 100 hours, never get the god roll. Meanwhile, I run it twice and I happen to get the god roll. How is that fair, right? Here's my method is that you and everyone in the long run it would be fair because then everyone could pick and earn their god roll when they do the weapons, right? If I'm in the Crucible and I want to get my Duke a god roll, I would have to get the perks while I'm doing, right? While I'm using the Duke in Crucible. So I would have to play 40 matches, 50 matches, 100 matches, and level up all the perks in that gun and unlock it as I'm using the weapon in that activity, right? Different perks, for PvE, different perks for PvP. That way you could make whatever role you want and everyone could get it as long as you use the weapon. If I use the weapon and my weapon's better than yours, it's because I'm using it, right? You could still get a drop in the world where the two perks are already filled up for you and then you're leveling up from blue to purple and it's almost a god roll. Maybe the first two perks are god roll stuff and then you can just level up the rest of it. Another point is, if I'm a casual person... I come in, I have four hours a week to play. Four hours a week. You're a hardcore player, you have 40 hours a week to play, okay? It's going to take me 10 weeks to do what you do in one week, okay? But if it was done where I could level up what I want to level up, okay, and not running on random rolls and, and, uh, and random loot generation, I can come in every day for an hour for four days a week and go, you know what, I'm going to do this gun and level this gun up while I'm doing it, and at the end of the week, okay, for, of my four hours, I'm going to have some intentionality towards the weapon that I'm using to level up, okay? Not doing nightfalls and strikes and never getting a drop, getting a shit roll, getting shit garbage, dropping them, bringing them back to the Zavala, turning in shit ton of coins to get a weapon that I'm going to delete in three seconds, right? Because there's no points, all garbage. Everything that comes out is garbage. It's all RNG. First one you put, could, could pull out could be the god roll. The thousandth one you could pull out should still not be a god roll. With my system, it gives everybody the opportunity to put what they want to put into the game. Obviously, if you put in more time, you're going to have more gear leveled up. Okay, so in 40 hours, you might be able to get three guns and four pieces of armor pieces leveled up, where I would only get one gun leveled up for my time. But at the end of the day... I did intentionality of leveling up the stuff that I wanted to level up and feel accomplished. At the end of the day, if I have six hours or four hours a week to play a game and I get zero drops to drop for me to get me up to that 951 or 952 or get that gun or get that armor piece I needed, that's a waste of time. That makes me feel that this game doesn't respect my time. I've given it six hours this week. And I get nothing. So now I got to wait until next week to get another six hours done. Okay? Meanwhile, a hardcore guy doesn't care. He's there for 40 hours and doesn't care if he didn't get it for the first hour, 10 hours, 20 hours, 40 hours, 100 hours. Because he has the time to put it in. And he's getting a whole bunch of stuff and he feels like he's being rewarded. But all of it's garbage. It's all mentally in his head until he gets that one drop. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. And if he looks into it, he played 60 hours and got one good roll. Stupid.
It's so dumb. It's a waste of time. Intentionality is stupid. Leveling doesn't mean anything. Light level doesn't mean anything. Nothing means anything. You're literally just pulling a slot machine and looking at it going, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty, right? Oh, what's Eververse selling? Let me buy that. That's much cooler looking than what I what I, what I got here after 10 hours, okay? Right. That's the problem. I mean, the, the balance between story mode and what the game is supposed to progress as you play it and what they use to retain you until the next piece of content comes out is broken, right? The game loop doesn't have enough meaning to warrant you to play it until the next piece of DLC exactly. does come out. Which is fine. Like, right now, I'm not mad at Destiny, right? I'm passionate about Destiny, just like I'm passionate about my kid. Like, I don't want him to be a, a screw-up. So I'm hard on him because I love him, right? I love Destiny. I want it to be a good game. But like my son, it doesn't pay attention, okay? And it doesn't listen when we speak. Okay, and that's exactly the problem, right? It's so passionate. And I want it to. I want it to succeed and do good, but it doesn't want to listen, and it just wants to do its own thing. And it's going to have a system down the road. And I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh when it's XP based, and I'm going to laugh when you're leveling up guns again, like D1. I'm going to laugh when it happens because everyone's going to be like, "Oh, this sounds familiar," right? Yeah, but they, but see, the the battle will always be between the two sides. I'm not saying this is a majority or a minority online, but the fact remains is is that the, if you if we do your system as you say it, Mike, the the immediate the immediate pushback is it's too grindy. But then my right. question is, so doing you, doing strikes doing right, right now, now, right? Like, what are you doing right now? So you're now you're telling you're basis? telling me to get the, the Randall, right? That's not grindy. To get the Windigo, that wasn't grindy. To get the other things, that wasn't grindy. You're doing grindy things. All I'm doing is I'm giving you purpose to do stuff because there's so many guns in the game and yet nobody cares about half of them because half of them are blue, okay? There's different names for green weapons. There was different names for blue weapons. There was different names for all these things. These are different weapons that could level up and you can make different builds and different things. But Bungie's like, nah, here's 50 guns and this is the best and this is what the things you're looking for and... Well, the, the, the small intentionality, and then there, there are some videos out there right now, the small intentionality is the fact that you base your build over an exotic weapon or an exotic piece of armor, right? Like, if I'm going to pick this exotic weapon and this piece of exotic armor, now I'm trying to build the rest of my character around that. But even... They have a glimpse. They have a glimpse of it in that in that moment, but it doesn't... It doesn't show where to put that build. To yeah, but use. right now, void builds are stronger than than anything else, right? Auto <clears throat> auto rifles and SMGs and uh, and hand cannons are stronger than anything else because Bungie told you that's what it is this season, right? Right. So right, those are the guns you have to use this season. If you don't use those weapons, then it's 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 pointless. So that's them going. Well, how do we how do we slow them down to only want certain things, right? Because now you're living in the moment of, I want to live in the moment, uh, I need to build an auto-rifle build, right? I need anti-barrier rounds, I need I need a hand cannon for, for, for the champions, right? You need certain roles for certain things. What happens to SMGs next season, right? What happens to auto-rifles next season when there's no anti-barrier? They put anti-barrier on what? Scout rifles now? So now everyone's going to go for scout rifles? This, this is false, this is false uh, grind. This is stuff that you already have, now you're just going back in to do it. And here's the stupid part, right? That's just the artifact. Once you have it in the artifact, the artifact's done, right? The mods, that once you have the mods, the mods are mods, 
right? And the artifact, you only really need to level up to level 12. And that's going to take you about 30 hours, 40 hours in the season till we get up to that point. Just, just grinding the bounties, right? Hardly anyone uses exotic armor that's now because of exotic true. armor doesn't have any with, seasonal mods. Right? Usually, usually you would build you would build around a piece of exotic gear, but because you can't put the barrier or the overload on those weapons, then they're pointless. Right. So you basically you've erased you've erased the exotic slot out of my out of my inventory because I can't I can't defeat the enemies in the in the content with the exotic weapon. And now they they know that they they've nearly screwed up about the the ammo uh, synth stuff, right? So now they're adding general ammo next season. Okay, I guarantee you there's going to be like like six points, six points minimum, okay, to to put in your slots because of ammo, right? Maybe it might be eight. You, it might be eight. Bro. It might be eight. On, on my gauntlets, and I still have a, I still have I still have a season or regular armor, 1.0 armor. I still have 1.0 armor in my in my in my uh, vault. Okay, when I put the gauntlets on that says heavy ammo drop, heavy ammo drops, <clears throat> like it just drops, right? This other mod stuff that you put on, I'm looking for heavy ammo. I put it on, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, I, I, I wait. and I'm waiting, and I wait. I'm waiting, yep. and I'm waiting. I never see anything drop. But the minute I put the 1.0 gear on yep. that says special ammo finder or heavy ammo finder, stuff just starts dropping. Yep. Yeah. So what the hell is the percentage difference between 1.0 and 2.0? I don't know. You're wasting my time. Yep. Well, that's, that's a lot what's happening right now. I'm, I'm worried for this next season. I want to see how they're going to move us from – we drop back down to 950 – you go back down to your 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 max light, yeah. Or where wherever you are, right? If you if you if you don't drop the artifact, just goes back, right? So if you're nine sixty six, you're gonna go back to nine fifty. If you're nine forty, you're gonna stay at nine forty, right? Because your artifact, your well, actually no, well, you'll, you'll drop. Have the, you'll, you'll drop have the hardcore people that are actually at that level from doing pinnacle stuff. Yeah, like they might be yeah. nine sixty. They're they're back to normal is nine sixty. Right, and then great. Now you get to do the uh, end game content even faster now, right? So then what happens, right? Now you're faster at getting it. So you have tw you have 12 weeks now to do all this stuff. And now you're going to be able to do it within the first week. Yeah, but that's, but, that's, but that's part of the problem. Like being ahead by that many points isn't really a bonus. No. Really. It's a, yeah. It's not really a Because if you're, that, if you're that high, if you're that high, you have this much content to use. If you're low, you have this much content to play. But if you're, if you're a high level, you have this much content to play because you only play Pinnacle stuff. And if you're already maxed out at 960 and there is no more Pinnacle stuff, then what's the point of going for Pinnacle stuff? Yeah, see, the the higher the, the the way it used to work in D1, I think was a little bit better, where the highest level gear is is behind the hardest level content, right? And that that's the gem in the in the actual trophy is the fact that I have to do the hardest content. Oh. It looks like we lost Sarge. There he is. All right, he's back. It's all right. Did I, did I go somewhere? Yeah, you you, you, ba you dropped out for a second. Go ahead. Yeah. So, what what I, what I what I'm saying is is that originally the best gear, the best trophies are hidden behind the best bosses and the best and the hardest content. That's how that's what it's supposed to be. And it should be Why that way. Else, why else would you do the hardest content if I don't get the best piece of gear from there? Right, the 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 concept of the hidden boss on the Vex offensive is doable if you were able to find difficult pieces of armor from doing that content in a specific way. 
and then those armor pieces are needed to go to the next area that's more difficult right like that's how you that's how you tier the end game stuff that's how you tier but it. but i should be able to get to end game level without doing end game stuff the only difference is i don't have that gear that you have right like i could have other gear and still be max level but without right. getting the gear that you have right because if i can't get to that then what's the point of me playing right right but the gear but the gear that's won during the hardest uh content has benefits to defeat the next the next boss up correct that's how correct it, that's how it's that's how it should be tiered. Right, if you're an endgame so guy, yes. You're if you're an endgame guy and you have the best endgame stuff, that helps you with the next the content. I would It would take us longer to get to, so where if the guys are doing the endgame stuff and the next boss comes out, they're having an easier time with it, okay? They're still having a challenge, but they have gear where I would have to go do other things. It would take me longer to get to that point, right? And that's right. fine. All right. That's the end of the show. I do appreciate you guys coming out and watching and listening. If you're listening to the first for the very first time, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can watch the past broadcasts on YouTube slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. If you'd like to be a part of the show and you can listen in, uh, you can send in some questions over at anchor.fm. Uh, that way you can you can do audio recordings of your questions and we can answer them on the air each and every single week if you'd like to do that. Make sure if you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, you can go down below. There's a link that you can support this podcast for just as small as 99 cents a month over on anchor.fm. Uh, also, we're looking to get, uh, hopefully we get partnership. We applied for partnership here on mixer.com 30, slash 30 and still gaming this past week. So we'll see. It could take up to a month to get approved, uh, or we might not get approved at all. But just putting it out there, we might we might actually get partnered. Uh, other than that, we're still having issues with the internet. I'm sorry for that. So that's why it's like a radio show on Mixer.com. If you want to watch the actual video, you can go over to YouTube, uh, uh, youtubecom slash 30 and Still Gaming uh, to watch the past broadcast. I appreciate you guys very much. You guys have a good one, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.